and gentlemen, and welcome to the Legion of Myth Weekly Live Stream, episode number 184, coming the 13th of October, 2018. Ooh, the spooky times are coming, my friend. Every day is spookier than the last. And here are your soon-to-be-even-spookier hosts, because it's not quite Halloween, but you know, it's getting there, so we're working on it. Yeah. Alex Garth on Marsh and Brett Heathen Dog Grisama. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well on this wonderful day in October. Chilly for me. I don't yeah, know about you. It's starting to get chilly now. It is. Yeah, it's starting it to get chilly now. A few days ago, it was 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's... Now, it's now, not that anymore. That's pretty much how it happened here. It was very hot. And all of a sudden, today. I told you. I told you. The day after I get weather, you get the same weather. It's true. It's true. Day it's after. True. Yeah. In like a lion. Got like a lamb. But yeah, I think so that's, that's another month. But uh, though, yeah, that is that's March. They say yes, that's but that's not true anymore because of the climate change. Now it's March and April. Yeah, you know what about climate change? What's that? It's very political. No, the uh... <laughs> no, they've that's actually the thing about climate change. It's it's not scientific at all. It's no, all political. they've actually found um, mining sites in Greenland. Where the Vikings were mining uh, iron, sure. And because the climate has changed, the, the snow melts. They found these things like were under the ice. Like, oh, hey, look at this. So, like during, you know, before the Vikings had to leave, it wasn't necessarily Viking, but a couple hundred years ago, it was Viking time. They, uh, people actually, it was actually warm enough that people could mine that place, mm-hmm. and it wasn't covered in ice. So it actually got colder, and now it's like correcting. If you actually look at the long arc of history, right? We were in the little ice age. It or was way colder. Or the the Vikings were just that tough. No, They're I mean like, even I will, even if you find the ice to get to this to this to this iron that we figure is down there. Well, no, no there's we'll there's even like medieval like doomsday book stuff where they talk about certain grains and stuff they're growing. And when they read, they're like, those crops don't grow here. That They must be have misnamed them because those don't grow here. It's too cold. Mm-hmm. And if it gets warmer, you can grow those crops there. So, yeah. Anyway, fossil evidence, climate change. Is it natural? Is it man-made? Is it both? I know, but I'm not telling. Mm-hmm. I also know the secrets. Oh, look at that. That's pretty. That's a nice slide of everything happening. This really, we don't even need to continue the live stream anymore. We can just go to the slide and say that was that's it, everyone. That's it. That's it. That's all we're doing, and you can imagine what we say about all that. Just imagine it's go. very exciting. So that's a very exciting spread right there. It is. It is. It, it is, is very well done. I like it. You have any anything happened to you that you want to talk about, Heathen Dog? <sighs> Let's see. My son is. No, that's inappropriate. No, no. Okay, I got one. I got one. He uh, he is ruining all of his toys by modifying them with permanent marker. Yeah, I used to call that drawing on stuff, not yeah. modifying. Yeah, yeah, but we're old now, and we bought these things. So we, yeah, we, we want them to last, but no, no. Now they got stupid faces and magic marker all over them, and, and like, oh, God, now that can't be used for anything else. Once he passes through this month-long phase of writing on stuff he's gonna want all new stuff and i'm gonna say I'm gonna say no sorry. that's what happened your stuff your stuff is sorry now. That, that's, that's what it looks like forever that. Yeah, that is how it is now. yep sorry buddy but things that do not yet have magic marker on them 
are Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dog anime on the stream. Uh, this week, talking about Persona 4, the animation, not yes. the video game. Not the video game. And Sword Art Online, Alicization. That's really the name of it? The Alicization, I think, is what they're going for, but yes. Like yes. turning into Alice in Wonderland? It, it is very, uh, very Alice in Wonderland lore heavy. Well, that would be why. Yes. Sure. And in Garthon's Kong we're talking about the superior octopus, number one, Batman 56, and Avengers, number nine. Many crazy things occur. And yes. in the RNG, we're going to talk about Flash Season 5, why Nora hates her mother, and yep. the fact that Netflix has reportedly canceled Iron Fist after Season 2. And Garthon's uh, take on that. Yeah, that's right. My take is the only one you need. Yep. You can impress your friends with your new knowledge. We got to do a special thank you to our current top subscribers, G-Ren, through Patreon. Thank you very yes. much. As well Illuminati as Illuminati tier is no joke. That thing is that thing is best you can do. You can get in he... on the secret knowledge. Exactly, exactly. You actually uh, could could uh, get our uh, DNA and create your own super creature. That is true. Yep. He'd be very super at annoying people. Yep. Uh, he would be very certain of his opinions, and he would be yep. very happy to share them. Or she, whatever kind of super creature you want to create. Yeah, yeah. If you want to make a female super creature, you know, we're okay with Scientifically, that. all you got to do is remove or add certain hormones at the beginning, and boom, there you go. That's You're right. A female. Whatever on the scale you want to make your super creature, go for it. Yep. What I can tell you right now, it will not be uh, extremely physically fit. I don't know about that. We we did all, all right. right. We, we did okay. Not in our but, dotage, but, you know. No, 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 no. Also, I talked to him through Streamlabs. Baldahar, thank you so much to everyone donating through Twitch cheers. Zon Traxam, a.k.a. Zon. Thank you so much for cheering us on in Twitch. Let us directly know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, through video game donations, through Streamlabs donations, thank you, everyone. It's your donations that ensure that we can maintain the breakneck pace of the amount of streams you we provide. <laughs> Thanks to Elgarian, Breakneck is the actual speed we're yes. going now. Uh, he got his computer back, and he's making it for lost time, and he's trying to prove to everyone that he is the superior Leechamist streamer. It's true. It's true. I mean, by by the numbers of the last two weeks, superior is not a joke. He's he, done so much. I'm not fighting it. Nope. I just accept it. Nope. Except, except the inevitable. Can't hope to beat it. Only hope to contain it. And as always, don't forget our upcoming giveaways. Uh, we have a subscriber giveaway coming up on the 20th of October. Yes, I cannot my math wait is correct, for this. That's next week. Next weekend, exactly right. And I cannot wait to give away follower and subscriber prizes. I have been waiting to give away this Crucial MX500 250-gig SSD. Uh, Crucial and Samsung for a very long time have been, uh, have been fighting for the top spot of SSD makers. Samsung is winning, but Crucial is a close second for reliability and read-write speeds. They make some good stuff. And, and affordability. So you know what? I want to give that away. To do that, we get 10 subscriber entries in the giveaway, and it activates. If we, for some miracle, get 20 subscriber entries in a giveaway, I will give away both the SSD and... An RX 580 
8 gig GPU, Power Color, Red Dragon version 2, overclockable. It's it's already overclocked, but there is overhead. You can make it equal a uh, uh, ten sixty six gig out of uh, you know out of the box. You can do that. Uh-huh. I tested it myself. It is doable and stable. And of course, our ten follower entries. Anyone who follows our channel on these giveaway days will will be able to win a Steam game. We're giving Absolutely. away two. We want to give away two. We love to give away two. We would. Yes. Every month we're going to have one of these, so remember. So be aware. Check it out. Be aware. Exactly. Subscribers, subscribe. And if you subscribe, come in for the giveaways. We can't give away if the subscribers aren't there. Because we have enough subscribers. Go. We just need you guys to show up and yeah. you want to win stuff. Show we up want and say, to give you these things. Yeah. Show up and say, I'm here. Give me stuff. And then we will give you stuff. It's not a trick. Come get Literally your love. You come get we, your We've you. given people stuff. Ask them. And giving them away. Don't forget, coming soon, Gen Con 2020. Uh, we, the Legion of Myth, will be there. At least a few of us yes. have promised we're going to be there. Um, yeah, I will be there. I'm going to be there. And Max the Max will be is going to be there. We want Elgarian to be there, too. But Elgarian he's, is... he's got nothing better to do. He's fully retired. He's got to save his ducats right now. Start saving. Elgarian, you're watching. Save your ducats. We want all of it, everyone to join us there. Uh, we are planning... To do something there. I'm probably going to yes. run a D&D game for every Legion with member who comes there. A very special D&D game. Yeah, and I'm trying to talk Max Lau into running a uh, Earthdawn game. and I We will should play like... a first edition vampire game. That's what we should do. Uh, I, I have run first edition vampire several times. So I could do that. I was going to do a Call of Cthulhu game. Oh, that'd but... be better actually. Okay, there you go. I was going to do a uh, fourth edition, fourth or fifth edition. No, probably fourth. Fourth edition Call of Cthulhu game. And uh, yeah, I, I actually have Save in my possession, cast. I have won uh, because I came in third place in the Call of Cthulhu Masters Tournament in 2000. And when did Max Leal and I go? 2015, 2013, 2015, where we, where we went together. And uh, I got third place and I won the ability to run. Uh, I, I got copyright. uh uh, permission to run uh, the first round campaign of the of the competition on my own. Oh, very cool. So I will run that. It's called Shroom Fellows. Mm. It's mm. good stuff. Mm. So, ticket registration is in January 2020. We know it's early, but prepare now. Elgarian saving his bottle caps and Fallout 4. I like that. It was funny. So, spread the word about the Legion. Discord, Twitter, at Legion of Myth. YouTube, you know where to do, what to do there. Use the Googles. Use the YouTubes. We know it. And Twitch, twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Tweet us. We tweet you back. Mm-hmm. And the audio version is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and fine podcast aggregators everywhere. Your support does keep us going. We'll talk more about that later. But there are many ways. Patreon, Streamlabs, getting your gear at shop.spreadshirt.com, or cheering us through Twitch. And, of course, just talking about Elgarian and also Max Leo. Uh, Max is streaming. His schedule is changing because he likes to keep it loose, kids. You yep, can't tie him down. Case. He nope. is a bird. You cannot chain. So, <laughs> so we're, uh, he's asking us to to plug his uh, his YouTube content. He doesn't with, need uh, to ask us. We would do it anyway because it's good stuff. It is good stuff. Earth uh, Earth on Fourth Edition. He's he's going through all the disciplines one by one to tell you to to teach you. What it is like to be a 
a disciplined character in Earthdawn and uh, what what you can expect uh, your your role to be and uh, how to play that effectively. Absolutely. Good stuff. Yep. And also, Algarian Street Shroud, the Avatar, Forsaken Virtues, and everything else, apparently. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 9 a.m. Central. But he has, as he has said earlier, previous to the stream, he is streaming every day of the week, and they are themed. Yes. Survival Sundays. Freaky Fridays. I think I got those wrong. Uh, uh, two for Tuesdays. Fear, fearful Fridays. Fearful Friday. I was close. You were close, yes. Uh, and also check out his Sutter links, RoleplayersTheAvatarRPOTA.com, the finest premier role-playing database and community for Shroud of the Avatar, and the premier help site for Shroud of the Avatar, SodaHelp.org. Or if you want immediate help, then uh, when Elgarian is streaming Shroud of the Avatar, just ask him a question, Absolutely. and he will give you the proper answer. Absolutely. Unlike Heathen Dog and I, if we're streaming a game and you ask us a question, you will not get a good answer. Well, there's a 50% chance we're going to mess with you. So... Yeah, we're going to, we're, no. He, there's a 50% chance. Okay, it averages out. There's like a 75% chance Heathen Dog will mess with you and a 25% chance I will. So it averages about 50. It averages about 50. Yeah, 50. yeah. We'll take, we'll take that. So as always, I'll even make up stuff I don't know. You're guaranteed an answer. See, Elgari is there for you. Oh, yeah, he's there for you too. He's like freaking State Farm. All right. <laughs> or Pepperidge Farm, whatever. Or Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> so, do you remember the disclaimer? Pepperidge Farm does. The opinions yeah. expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire vast and powerful Legion Myth organization, FNORT. While we make an effort to write a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Like, follow, subscribe, comment. Bam. All right, everyone. It's time. When in the course of human events, it becomes self-evident that all men are not created equal, that some have a craving for knowledge, nay, a need to impart the knowledge they have gained over a lifetime spent of iniquity and incredible ineptitude. Those men are not ones you should listen to, my friends, for they lead you down the path of deceit, the path of lies. You must follow the righteous path, my friends. Just like Abraham Lincoln has said, you must listen to Heathen Dogs anime on the stream. Yes, thank you, Honest Abe, and thank you, Garthon, for that wonderful introduction. Today I have two anime for you, one of them based off of a video game, and the other one based off of a long-running long-running uh genre creating i would say uh a franchise so let's uh go ahead and get right into it the first one i have this persona game. 4 the animation now many of you have played the persona games uh garthon i, I know has persona 4 because he uh sent me a picture of him holding his persona 4 uh game for the playstation 2 I almost put it in here, but I didn't. <laughs> I, I was like that close, but that was a great it. picture to send to. Anyway, uh, in in the uh, in the video game, you are just the protagonist. You don't really have a name, right? You're just the in, protagonist. In yeah, just the protagonist. But in this one, they had to give a name. You just can't call them. Hey, I'm a transfer student. My name is protagonist. Couldn't do that. So you, uh, Narukami. That's the uh, that's the name of of this guy, and he moves to a podunk town from the the, the big city because his parents are. 
you know, going working abroad. So he's living with his uncle. And he walks into a town that is having a little murder trouble. Hey, so it's a nice town, except for the murderiness. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's very much like the uh, Lost Boys. Come down for the sweet potato yeah. fair. Look. <laughs> but, uh, you know, look out for the vampires. Look exactly right. Murder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, talk about all that. But first, we're going to go to the details. Uh, this was directed by uh, C.G. Kishi. I'm going to go with that. Seiji? Uh, written by... Seiji? Okay, that, that's actually probably better. Uh, written by y- Yukio Kakahari, uh, uh, Mitsutaka Hirota, and Jun uh, Kumagagi. Now, music by Shoji Maguru. Are you even and reading st- these names? Yeah. Uh, studio is AIC, which I believe is... Uh, that's an Airman First Class. No, it is not Airman oh. First Class. It is uh, Animation International Company, I believe. Oh, I was going to say like Airman that. in Charge. No. And uh, licensed by uh, Sentai Filmworks. Original networks were MBS, TBS, CBC, and Animax. Original run was October 7, 2011 to March 30, 2012 hmm. for a total of 25 episodes. It had an OVA, but I, I, I glanced at the OVA and I, I'm not going to list it here. Uh, and uh, you can watch it on Hulu. Now, let's get to our main characters main character you narukami he is the protagonist uh he is uh, like like i said a transfer student from the big city to the boonies uh had to move from the city they didn't really say the city what the city was just it's big just city. the city it's just the city his parents are working abroad and he's staying with with extended family in the boonies which they didn't actually say the boonie city either but fine okay now as he arrived in town, strange murders started happening. What I mean strange is people go missing for a day or two, and then they're found hung upside down from high places. Like telephone poles and antennae from, from uh, you know, buildings. It's a gruesome scene. Uh, they're, they're murdered quite, quite effectively and quite grisly. And... Uh, um he doesn't know what to make of that he's just a, he's just a student he's like okay i'll let the cops deal with this because that's what cops do right yeah that's what they think. do yeah you would think so uh he made a couple of friends and he's at the the local big box uh big box tv store junes is what they call it all right and he's he's looking at a uh super high def widescreen plasma tv all right and he's watching a news clip of uh, one of the people who've gone missing. And for some reason, he gets the urge to touch the screen. As one does. As, as, as one does. And that's when we have our clip. Now, is this clip number one or clip number two? This is uh, Persona Clip number four. one is he's writing his name on a blackboard. Yes, I uh, click, uh, we'll, we'll do clip number one because that's his introduction to the class. And uh, the only reason I put this in here is because the teacher is bat, crat, rat house, uh, uh, outhouse rat crazy. So go ahead and roll that first because it's just funny. It's just for comedic relief. Writing his name. He got booted for his obnoxious crap trial. He's, uh, nice buck teeth, buddy. Nice comb yep. over. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's mean. Yeah. Oh, 
He's an infidel, apparently. You just leered at the girl by the window. Yep, there you go. That he didn't even get a chance to speak. Didn't even get a chance to look around. But apparently, he's he's a lecher now. I think uh, Mr. Teacher is uh, projecting, as they say. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But uh, back to the whole uh, big box TV store thing. And uh, he's watching a, a, a news clip of are, one of the we, people who've gone missing. Are and we doing that now? We're doing that now. He Ooh. is compelled for some ah. reason to touch the TV. And that's when it gets real. He starts getting sucked in. No, he doesn't get sucked in. He Well, he can enter. Yes, he's like, I think I can go deeper, which is what no man says. Well... No, you know if you can go deeper. There's no thinking about it. <laughs> no, I was thinking of uh, having to reference uh, H films and stuff. Ah. Uh, you know, stuff's going to happen in there. Oh, they all fell in. Yes. I'm going to TV leave. world. That actually is in the video game, I think. I think I recall. In the game, yes. That effect. You'll find that quite a bit. Ah, there's peoples. Oh, dead. Okay, so that that's how the the investigation starts, uh, completely by accident, and we are introduced to the other two characters that were that were uh, accidentally pulled in. Sorry, that were hanging out in the store. His friends. Yes, yeah, his 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 newfound friends. All right, that, uh, they're in the store with him, and these are they, Yosuke Hanamura. Uh, he's a clumsy transfer student who arrived six months before. You did. Mm. Okay, so he's also from the city, but uh, he moved here. Uh, he doesn't usually think before he says something. He's 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 one of those people. He has no he has no filter. Uh, he insults people by accident. I mean, he doesn't mean it, but he just says what's on his mind at the moment. He does no filter, and he's basically constantly stuck in the, with the foot and mouth syndrome. But he tries to cover it up by being nice all the time. All like right. he tries to be cool, tries to be nice. He fails usually miserably and people look down on him for it, but he's giving it a try, man. He's trying. All right. Fair enough. Now, uh, in, in this uh, TV world, which I like to call the shadow world, uh, people who, who enter this are faced with their alternate self, their, uh, their self that is buried uh, because of uh, social convention, you don't say these things. You don't think these things out loud because it makes you think you're a bad person. But in here, no, it's given form. And this is our this is our next clip where he actually uh, sees his know, spooky shadow self. See, sees his spooky shadow self. He's like, my, my, my. I'm your spooky shadow self. Well, that's not exactly what he says, but all right. I am you. That's what I said. I'm not too bright, apparently. I am a shadow. The real self. I am your shadow. You said that twice. You're not me. Ah. I'm, I'm helping. You are helping. Well, I am my you're own right. self I'm, now. I'm my own self now. That th That's the thing about these shadow selves. And, and you'll, you'll see what happens in a minute. He ends up beating I, him up. I, I skipped the whole fight. They beat him up. We're back to the next cutscene. 
And uh, now he touches his shadow self. You and, are me. And I am you. And accepts that, oh. yes, this is also part of my personality. And in doing so, he gains power over the shadow. And his shadow becomes a fighting force of extraordinary magnitude. Persona. All right. And there we go. That that's how that's how this that's how this whole thing works. Uh, these uh, these kids, uh, which will now be referred to as investigators, because they take it upon themselves to investigate these murders, because they find out the 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 murderer is taking the victims to the shadow world to be killed, and then brought, bringing them back to be hung on display. And no one else, but uh, besides the protagonist, can actually help people enter the TV world to investigate what this guy is doing and why he's doing it. Great. After facing his dark self, he becomes a whole and complete person. Oh, how nice. That's right. No more foot and mouth syndrome for him. He has, he has reconciled himself with his dark side and he is now a fully functional human being ready to face society and evildoers everywhere. Very nice. We'll go to the next person who is in the TV shop with them, and that is uh, Chayis uh, Satonaka. All right, she is energetic and outgoing. She's an extrovert, uh, uh, code for classic overreacting girl in an anime. You know, like uh, if you accidentally brush up against her buttocks, she'll beat you to death because you're a lecher. That's a trope in anime, and she's it. That's the way it is. At least she doesn't have a giant hammer. Oh, some whatever is necessary and and around her, she'll hit you with. So that's about it. Uh, she has a strong sense of justice and a desire to protect people because her childhood friend Yuki mm-hmm. is one of the ones that become missing, and you see her just laser focus mm. to to go back in the TV world and find her before she is killed. Now, early, like I said, early in the series, her oldest friend, uh, Yuki, is kidnapped. And that is all she needs. Like, okay, no, but before she was like, this TV world's weird. I don't want anything to do with it. But Yuki's missing. She's, she's going to be murdered just like the others. Well, guess what? Pa- pack your bags, buttercup. We're going back in the TV land. Makes sense. Yeah, there you go. And so she does her tribes and tribulations. And uh, she, uh, what do I have? A, do I have a cool clip of that or no you do not i do not have a cool clip of that nope that's too bad oh well that happens you've anyway. used up all your clip quota for the show i've used up my clip quota. okay now the main antagonist the tv world murderer now obviously i'm not showing him because uh the whole Spoilers. uh well it's not just that it's just that this is an investigation show so they constantly run into red herrings and dead ends so people they think are the murderer end up not being the murderer or a separate murderer or just someone who's the wrong place at the wrong time. And they keep having to investigate, investigate, investigate to find the actual source of the killings. All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Narukami's friends resolve to find the killer, obviously, because, you know, a lot of their, a lot of their acquaintances and, and, 
and friends are being murdered in this way. So they're the only ones who can do anything about it because ha they, they have conquered their darker selves and have the ability to bring about the persona fighting characters in the TV world and wage actual combat against someone with this suit with the supernatural powers that this uh that this killer has all right which is great which is fine that is nice now, yeah what did i think of it two stars oh yeah okay now first the good uh the main and supporting character interaction is believable the whole point of of the series and the video game hi pax hey pax the whole point of the series and the video game is for the protagonist to deepen his emotional bonds with his uh, ever-growing cast of friends, which makes him more powerful. So they made an emphasis on the main character bonding with, the, with his friends, the supporting cast. They did a really good job of that. Great. And I like the idea of having to accept your darker self to become a full-fledged person and gain power in this mystical realm. I like that. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice mechanic. Now, what I didn't like about this, the writing and the screenplay was written just like a video game. <laughs> well, oddly enough, it is a video game. It is a video game, but I have reviewed anime on here that have started off as video games they were written and screenplayed as animes right well yes. also persona 4 if you're gonna do most of it takes about 60 hours mm. um obviously the combat's a good chunk of that so i'm betting they had to tear out a whole bunch of stuff i'm sure you're right now what they did was they tore out a whole bunch of the combat now well yeah I liken this to Injustice and Injustice 2, where it was 15 minutes of cutscene, five minutes of battle, 15 minutes of cutscene, five minutes of battle. Now, you're not actually choosing your own adventure in this anime. The, the battles are already decided, obviously. So I liken this thing to you're the girlfriend of your high school boyfriend watching him play this game. I remember that. I mean, I've heard. You've heard of that. Exactly right. And my last... Do, do I have a last clip? I should. No, you do not. Oh, damn it. That is unfortunate. You have three clips. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I had one where it showed uh, when, when they were powering up. They were powering up in a straight up uh, co uh, a video game way. Well, maybe, Where, what, do you think maybe the anime was written for fans of the video games specifically so that the fans would like seeing that? Like, oh, that's just like in the game. Yeah. Uh, whereas you, sure who came is. from outside the game, it does make, it's not as enjoyable because you were, did not have that experience. That is possible, and that's why I gave it two stars. Because by two stars is, if you are not a fan of the video game... Would this draw you in? No. It yeah. would not draw you in. I would make a pass. But right. you got that one annoying are... RPG friend who talks incessantly about Persona Four. This and he says, "Well, maybe you should watch the anime." And then you watch the anime, you're like, "Wow, why the hell are you talking about that game? It's stupid." Exactly. Exactly. Though the anime was stupid, the game may be great, but this isn't an anime. This is just me watching a, someone playing a video game. Which, if you are a fan of the video game, you will like. You will like so. 
uh, it's two stars, but unless you're a fan of, of the video game itself, then it rates two and a half, maybe even three. All right. Okay. Fair enough. There it is. Now, our next anime is Sword Art Online Alicization. Now, this is a Sword Art, Online, Art, Sword Art Online 3. And it, it, it continues the, uh, the, ev- the evolution of the main characters throughout their lives. This is about six months after the end of Sword Online 2. All right. Okay. So, uh, uh, Kirito, Azuna, they're, they're the two main characters right now. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, it, 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 shows, it shows them moving on with their lives and getting into new things. But first, we're going to go into the details. All right. This was directed by uh, Manabu Uno. Ono? Uno? Uno, like the game? I don't know. It says Ono. I know it says Ono, but I don't know how the the two O's are differentiated. But anyway, uh, written by uh, Yukito Kizawa. Music by Yuki Kajaura. Studio is A1 Pictures, licensed by Aniplex for the U.S. Uh, Original network was Tokyo MX. And original run was October 7th. 2018 to now that's yes that's last 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 sunday is when the first episode aired so i this isn't going to be a review it's going to be a preview because only one episode has happened now uh to be fair two episodes have happened after i finished all of this work (sighs) another episode came out another episode dropped today based on one episode no i watched it the episode dropped today, according to Wiki and according to the Alicization Japanese website. It was supposed to drop tomorrow, mm. which would be after this live stream. So I couldn't do anything about it. But for some reason, maybe Hulu thinks I'm awesome. They decided to drop it for me today. Great, thank you. You one could have the, dropped it for me this morning. One of the many so perks of being the Legion of Myth. One of many perks of being Legion of Myth. But they they dropped it to me this afternoon. So I couldn't alter my slides in time to That's make okay. up for the second episode. So I will fill in the gaps as they appear. All right. Now, fill my gaps. Uh, let's go. You can watch it on Hulu. Now, let's get to the main characters. Kirito, uh, whose uh, real name is Kasujo Kiragaga. Kira, ugh, Kirigaya. Now, he, all of his friends call him Kirito because all of his friends met him online where he always goes by the name Kirito. So they just call him Kirito in real life, too. Fair enough. So, just Kirito. He's the protagonist of the entire Sword Art Online series. Uh, right now, six months after the end of uh, Sword Art Online 2, he has a uh, part-time job uh, given to him by his uh, old government contact. Uh-huh. And this job is to test a new dive device. Ooh. All right. And it, use, it uses flucked light technology. Now, what this does is, unlike regular uh, nerve gear, which is the... The, uh, the thing you strap uh, on your head. Yeah, you strap on your head and... Or it's the and, big ball uh, in your room. Exactly, right. Uh, you, uh, you go into the game, and it's a one-for-one time differential, You're and you wake up and you remember everything that happened because you experienced it in real time. Right. Well, Fluctlight does it differently. It accesses your dream state. Oh, that okay. sounds like a bad idea. 
I I'm gonna go with yeah, but the uh, the benefit of this is in your dreams you can have hours and hours and days of dreams in a matter of minutes in real life. That's just how dreams work. I mean, you go into REM sleep for a very small portion of the time that but, you are actually but, asleep. But but well, if I'm trying to play an online game, that doesn't make a dang bit of difference because everyone else is going to be in real time. No, no, no. Everyone using this system is going to be set to the same time frame you are. So you'll only be able to play with people using the same system, which is experimental. Exactly. He, yeah, exactly. He's like the only guy with it. This is a part-time job to test this system. There's like four people in the world having it. Well, we, we're, we're not clear on how many test systems there are All or right. how many facilities they have right. around Japan or, say, the world. I'll try to poke holes in it. Just see I, that. Sorry. It doesn't make any I sense. understand. Makes no sense. I understand. And uh, according to uh, the uh, uh, canon lore, uh, the time, Fair enough. All right. The, the time differential that can be set can be anywhere from 300 times the normal speed to 3,000 times the normal speed. So uh, you could be in in this uh, deep dive uh, floodlight uh, unit for, say, one minute, but inside between 300 and 3,000 minutes will have passed. Right. Gotcha. But when he wakes up, he does not remember anything that happened. Yeah, it sounds kind of lame. It is kind of lame, and it's a. It was actually it was actually programmed into the system. You don't go in with any of your old memories, and you don't come out with any new memories. Okay, okay, okay. Then, then what it's the hell's of, the point? No, it's it. That is part of a of a non disclosure agreement. Okay, so but if I actually got if these like let's say this was released to the public, I'd be able to play three thousand hours, then wake up in the morning oh, and remember playing the game. Yes, you will be able to okay. do that once once it goes to production. Yes. All right, because if it's normally set up, well, it's like a dream where you don't really remember. It's like, the, why am I even playing? Exactly right. Yes, no. Th- this this is just for the for the alpha testing purposes. So so you you cannot violate your NDA. Still sounds like a very bad idea. It does sound like a very bad idea. I would not do it. But Kirito is is all about deep dive technology, and this yeah, is new. Yeah, it, it is. But that fresh. sounds like you're not allowed to remember it, but you still experience it. That's like, yeah. that's like some of the scary stuff you hear about anesthesia, which I won't tell tell you about. In no, case you read anesthesia, no, I won't tell yeah. you. No, but uh, yeah, yeah, it just seems like a bad idea. It is a bad idea. Now, one of the perks for this job for Asuna, anyway, is his girlfriend. Is he has an implant? Oh, oh, ooh. not that kind of implant, oh. dirty Gartha. No, why is it a benefit ahead. for her then? Then you'll see. Uh, go ahead and roll our SAO clip number one. If I see anything pulsing, I'm will, going to be very upset with it. you. All right. It's a benefit. Look what I got on my phone. See, it's pulsing. Oh, look yes. at that. See, I warned you. It's a little different than I expected. Well, if this is SAOH, I guess. So I guess it's all right. Mm. Have it built into me, so they can always see if my heart is beating. Well, they they can monitor his vitals while he's in his deep dive. Wear a Fitbit. Apparently, this is a more awesome Fitbit. Well, apparently so. It'd be even better to let you exercise when you're sleeping. That would rule. That would rule. It really would. Now, uh, speaking of Asuna, uh, Asuna Yuki, 
she is the semi-protagonist. Uh, she she doesn't really get top billing with Kirito, but she is the closest thing to. Oh, in All the right. last series, she actually had like her own big section and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she had her own she had her own uh, uh, half season story arc. Yeah, which actually I, which I liked and you didn't. Yeah, well, yeah, I, Fair I enough. yeah, I didn't yeah. say it, I wouldn't had, say I loved it, but I liked it. It had merits. I'll I'll give it that. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was kind of sad at the end. It was very yeah. sad at the end. Yeah, very sad. Now, uh, this episode doesn't really get into her life. It gets into Kirito's life, but not hers. I mean, well, we don't maybe know. Maybe she'll what kind have of the uh, the back half of the season devoted to her again. Maybe so. Uh, it doesn't talk about a job if she has one. Doesn't talk about school if she's still in it. It doesn't talk about her at all. It the this first episode is all Kirito focused. <laughs> Duncan says this society is based around particular ideas of potential lethal implementation. Very yeah. true. Yes, very true. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is a car that runs off of bioelectric energy. Oh, cool! So I sit in the driver's seat. It powers. It runs off me. That's right, kid. Oh boy. Wait, wait a minute. Nope, don't, nothing could go wrong with this. Don't, don't go, go for any wrong. drives. Oh, I just took all your energy <laughs> I away. I took all now your soul your points away. Oh. Now, now your brain is dead. Oh, Eat a candy bar. Oh. Get now, some, get some uh, at the end of the first episode, Kirito asks her to go with him to America to continue his Flucklight research. That is a good he idea. He doesn't want to be without her because their relationship has grown to the point where he's probably going to ask her to marry her very, very, very soon. That is not surprising. They were already weren't they married in game? They were married in game, yeah, but so. they were too young for it to be legally binding, and it was you know not real. So yeah, there's that. There are laws. There are laws for stuff like Fair that. Enough. But she doesn't really get to answer because uh, they get attacked by this guy. The last listen. The last stupid laughing coffin douchebags. Yes, the, the Laughing Coffin in the original SAO, wherever where 10,000 people were trapped, were player killers. Yes. And they loved it. And they knew they, they were actually killing it. real people. They, even though, yeah, they believed they were killing real people and enjoyed it. And this is the last f- alive and free member of the Laughing Coffin. Uh, he was the in, at the end of uh, Sword Art Online 2, they had a death gun incident where... There was a character in game would shoot someone in game and that person would die in real life. Right. Yes. And he was part of that scheme. He was the now, third member they didn't catch. He was the third member they did not catch. And mm. he tries to uh, uh, jump Kirito and Azuna because he escaped with, uh, some, the, with the last vial of poison and he decided to get vengeance on Kirito. Now, uh, he stabs Kirito with the poison for, you know, vengeance for his fallen friends. But more importantly, his life is over anyway. He's a wanted man. He can't leave the country. He can't show his face in the daylight because every single uh, federal and state uh, law enforcement official has his face. Yeah, it's going to pop up on face recognition software. If Somewhere. He tries to walk Somewhere. his dog. Exactly. Exactly. So his life is over. He may as well take Kirito with him. And I have a clip of that. It's clip number two. Yeah, I'm running it. I said, look, I have something in my fanny pack for you. I mean, my pocket. Yeah. No, what could it be? I can't read the text. It's too small. Now yeah. that Zaza's been caught. There you go. That's the survivor of the laughing coffin. That's how they usually talk. Yeah. Johnny Black. Yeah. <laughs> 
comes at him with the with the syringe that we saw, in and of two. course, put yep, yeah, pu- pushes Cosmo away and gets hit. Boom! Ah, no, ah, you are the dead. Uh, he is the deads. He is hundred percent of the deads. Now, uh, what did I give this anime? Well, I didn't give it anything. When I went, when I made these slides, I had only seen one episode. I can't judge an anime on one episode. I've seen two episodes now. Still can't I was judge going, it too. I I still can't judge it up too. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it a rating. But I w- I will tell you that I liked the introduction of a new drive device in uh, in Sao two. They had an upgraded drive device. The only reason the only way it was upgraded is that this one could not be set to kill you. Right. But other than that, it was exactly the same. Well, it was just like a it was a ball that sat on your next to your bed instead of a thing you had to strap on. But you still had to wear. Uh, oh, you still had to put the goggles glasses or on. something. Yeah, yeah, you still had glasses on. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it couldn't kill you. So that was great. Now, uh, and, and I like the fact that <laughs> Duck says there's only one we've seen where you could totally judge my first episode. You saved us from major sanity points. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We will not mention that. That anime. That anime is bad. I told you. I warned you. <laughs> he I warned you. He tried to warn the world. I did. And uh, what I really liked about it was Kirito and Asuna's burgeoning relationship. And uh, between one, two, and now, their relationship has taken concrete and believable steps to becoming closer and closer to being man and wife. They've done That's it. That's true. That's true. Successfully done that. I really like that. What I didn't like is at the end, they reused an old plot device. The whole poisoning thing from from sao2 which i have a clip of and and go ahead and do it because this actually he got stabbed in the chest but wait there was something in the way and he was saved yes exactly this is uh is a foreshadowing to what happened to him right now see uh if you remember the last clip he was stabbed in the exact same place and uh the show made sure to let you know that he has an implant right there. Yep. Now this implant, unlike the one you just saw, was underneath the skin. The one outside the skin blocked all the poison from getting into his body. This one. In episode still two, they said his... this. Is what they tell you in episode two? No, no, oh. they don't tell you in episode two. This was this, this. This was my supposition after only watching episode one. Oh, okay. That he didn't die. He didn't get the full dose of the poison because the implant blocked some of it, but he still got enough to be messed up and they were going to take him back to his part-time employer, the, the uh, Flucklight technology employer, and they were going to put him inside the Flucklight program while they work on his body, trying to save him. Which and is that also is exactly- something hinted at in the previous season. Yes, and that is a yeah uh, the the medical cuboid technology. Yep. yep. Yes. Now this is exactly what happened in episode two. He woke up in this alternate world. At first, he thought he was in the real, but he had all of his old memories, which was strange. He wasn't supposed to. He 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 tried to log out. There was no screen coming up. He tried to scream at the at the GMs who were constantly trying to watch him to forcibly log him out nothing happened um he has no memories of this world because of the nda right and so he has to try and make his way in this world and then try and figure out a way out of it that's kind of cool it's a way to 
kind of like do the situation of one where they're stuck in the world and can't get out, but for different. I, I like the workaround for to different get there. reasons. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was good, and I would have added it to the, the 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 blue portion if I hadn't already finished it before it dropped on Hulu. Right. Because I wasn't expecting it until tomorrow. That's right. So, like like I said, I can't give it a star rating. I I can say that so far. It is keeping to the SAO one roots using aspects of SAO two that I liked and, and bringing in new technology for SAO three. And, uh, yeah, I would recommend watching it. It's, uh, uh, it's supposed to come out every Sunday and it, it, it is, it is simulcast in Japan and the U S on the same day. Hmm. So you're you're not getting any delays. Well, no, you're you're getting a couple hours of delay so they can make subtitles. Fair enough. But that's about it. Now I don't know why it came out a day early today. I don't know why. Uh, the official website and the Wikipedia website said tomorrow was the day it was supposed to well, air. Was it already everywhere. tomorrow in Japan when it came out? Yeah, but still, it they, they would have taken more more time to do the subtitles. Well, so it the subtitles made, but like during initial. I would assume the subtitles were made a long time ago. Actually, no. Uh, for for most for most cases, the 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 finished product is done and then subtitled. Well, right, but it's not like they just finished it, you know, and then ship it out the door. All right, run it. Let's record the right. next episode. It's you know, it's been Good. in the can for months, maybe, or the voice. At least the voice acting was done for a very long time, so they would have had the transcript yes. to put this. You know, all that would have. But I'm oh, just yeah, saying, yeah. it's yeah, probably just it, a, a but, delay. Yeah, it was supposed to happen tomorrow, but it happened today, well, which is why it. I'm sorry again. I don't have the updated information on this. That's slide. fine. Sorry. All right. Thank but, you, the dog. Sounds yeah. intriguing. I, I'm actually yeah. I like hearing good things about the new sort of online. I actually like that yes. series a lot. Yes. And uh, I want to ask you what you thought about about the segment. I, I know one of them I couldn't give a star rating, but I hope you understand my reasons behind it. And what were your thoughts on Persona 4, the animation and SAO Alicization? Now, Doug says next you watch for a type of gear mounted to a jetpack. You can only log into while asleep. But don't worry, there's a guidance system. There you go. Yeah, okay, GPS go is your friend. Now, do you have any uh, future suggestions for anime? Yes, I'll, I'll take them. If you don't uh, actually, suggest one, I will, and you'll be sad. Actually, Persona Four was suggested by a Discord member, uh, uh, Karisu Exia. Oh, he, uh, thank he, you, Karisu. He loved, yeah, he loved the game, and uh, I asked him, "Hey, I have Persona Four on my Hulu now, and is it a good game? He says, well, Persona 4 is fine. Persona 4 G or U sucked. Persona 4 5, uh, it's iffy. Well, hey, I got regular Persona 4, so I'll do that. Now, he loves the video games. The video game is fantastic. Persona 5 is fantastic, too. That game is just... Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so I... He's probably not going to like my no. He's not going to like your review. On. That's fine. He's not. He's not going to like my my review. But, but of the like anime. we kind of said earlier, it was probably definitely made for people who did like the game. Yes, we get a lot more out. Exactly added. right. Which is the definition of two stars. I mean, if you're not a fan of the anime, this is not for you. If you are a fan of the anime, this is your cup of tea. There you go. There you go. So thank you for much. Don't miss an episode on Twitch. You can follow the notifications. You go like, hey, what's that heart thing? You go, hey, I want to be notified. Oh, wow, my life is so much happier now. You can subscribe. Oh, my God. Which you should do because then you can hang yes. out and be cool and get in on all of our giveaways. 
extra 30% happiness. You can also subscribe zap, 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 on YouTube. And then you'll be notified with the YouTube bay if you prefer to go that way. Yes. Most people have Amazon Prime, at least one in their household. No, I shouldn't say yes. most. A great, a great deal of people do. So if you have that, do. you know, your you parents have, have it, your spouse touch. has it, you know, yeah. use that free subscription on us. Yeah. We'll, your, your, your mom and dad are not going to be using that free Twitch Prime subscription, probably. I mean, no, you never know, but I'm we're, running we're, the we're, numbers we're, on we, this we, one. We feel safe saying they're probably not. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the numbers, you're you're going to be able to log in to, to have them log into the account and follow this channel. That way, you can win free stuff. That's right. There you go. And also, you can follow Heathen Dog on YouTube. Check out his past Heathen Dogmas of anime mm-hmm. and RPG segments. His team ups uh, with Garthon usually. Uh, Neverwinter, Star Trek Online, other such games. Check out his past streams where he runs solo and does awesomely. And check out his current stream Monday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, where he's doing Sin of the Soul Empire mod, and he just started doing the Star Trek mod. Yeah, which I'm going to have to start over. Oh. Because uh, the the uh, the creator of the mod, Gull... Gull Ducat. Thank you. Gull, no, Gull, 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 Gull somebody, uh, told me that, hey, by the way... Uh, I made the Borg OP, and it takes two or three civilizations to actually gang together <laughs> and defeat them. Makes sense. It is and I'm Borg. like, yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense because it is the Borg. But um, I locked teams. Everyone has their own team, and they can't form new teams. Uh, so, so no one can team I up gotta, against the Borg. You you can't. You literally cannot team up against the Borg. So I got to start over and either eliminate locked teams. Or eliminate the Borg. I don't I'm not sure which Borg. one we're gonna do, but come come Monday, it's gonna be a brand new game. But the Borg is right on the picture, so it's kind of hard to you know eliminate yeah, them. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. You should start. I a just team. was not ready. Was not ready for that. No, for but that, no, I'm glad uh, that he like, actually contacted you and let you let, yes. let you know. That is really yes. cool. Yes, that is cool. I re- I really appreciate it. All right, and also make sure to watch for his team up Star Trek Online at Thursdays with Garthon. Where we give away free in-game loot every 30 minutes or so. Or so. What do we feel like it? Or or whenever we get a new follower. Or whenever he feels like giving away my stuff, there's a giveaway. Yes. Yes. I, I told him to start crafting stuff. You can craft I, stuff. Just give away crafting stuff. I'm, just, I'm going to start giving away free insults. Tribbles. I'm going to start giving away tribbles. Everyone needs more tribbles. Everyone hates triples. Okay. You know what I should have done? I sh- I get. I should have kept. I actually had a whole bunch of the original crafting stuff, where it was. Oh, for, it wasn't like Thor on missions or Ketracil or whatever you had as crafting materials. It was uh, like common uh, signal region. Basically, there was like very generic things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure where the foundry guys remember, like, packs, what the original crafting stuff was. Yeah. But I had... Which, which are useless now. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, really? If you have them and you click on them, you could they will convert into current crafting items. Oh, and okay. the conversion is very favorable. So I had oh, a... a uh, Unreflectable and energy signature stuff. Yeah, it was weird. It, it was just... It was nothing specific. It was like, oh, look, I've discovered... An uncommon energy signal, you know, and so it's really boring. But uh, if you still had those from converted over, you could double click them and they would convert to new stuff. And that that's why I have tons and tons of craft materials because I had a ton of those. Anyway, so 
Fine, I just wish I should have kept those, because it would just be weird to be... I wonder if you could trade them. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter! Thank you, Ethan Dog. You're welcome. Alright, everyone. We know what time it is. Everyone! It is time for... Garthon's Comic Ball! Garthon buys comics! He reads them, he tells you about them. First up, the Superior Octopus number one. Which... I have real problems with this Which cover. you shouldn't, because you don't read comics, so you have no opinion. All right. Written by Christos Cage. Pencils by Mike Hawthorne. Inks by Wade Vaughn Grobbadger. Colors by Jordi Belair. Cover by Travis Charst. So why do you, you don't like being called the Superior Octopus? No, 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 no. There's, I have different issues with the Superior Octopus as, as a really weird title. But it's it's just the the this cover in in particular. I don't like the colors. I mean, really? the complete white sky. It, I don't like it. And there's I like, like it. what a, a total of four different colors just in different shades on this entire thing. All right, I don't. I, like I, I just don't like the colors on the cover. I don't. I like it. I know you do, but I I don't. There, there's not enough there. Okay. That's just for me. Okay. All right. So this is the interior art. So, great colors that pop in the interior section. The whole, basically, the story was... Alright, how in-depth do we want to get with this? I'm going to try to wrap up as shortly as I can. Why? Because otherwise we'd be talking about a lot of spider history. Oh, okay. So, Carry on then. Dr. Octopus, the chubby guy with the weird glasses, the bull haircut. Yep, we all know him, love him. All know him, love him. He had a terminal disease. He decided to show... Spider-Man, what for? This is all years ago this happened. Yep. Um, he managed to transfer his consciousness into Spider-Man, into Peter Parker. They had a mental battle. Peter Parker lost. At that point, he took over and became the Superior, superior Spider-Man. Spider yeah. He just called himself Spider-Man. In his mind, he always called himself the Superior Spider-Man. And he went because on to... Because he was. His goal was to prove Spider-Man sucked and Peter Parker was an idiot and he was going to do better than they ever managed to do. So... He did so. He made a major corporation. He started more effectively fighting crime. He was a jerk. He uh, he was a jerk about it. Let's not let's make no bones there. No, no, he was um, he was just more effective. Right. He ended up falling yeah. in love with uh, Anna Marconi, uh, who was a genius scientist. But along the way, he found that even though he had thought he had defeated the Peter Parker's persona, it was still in the back of his mind. It was influencing his actions. He started. Feeling empathy toward people. Not a lot. Oh. But he started realizing, you know, being evil isn't good. You know, maybe helping people has benefits. You know. And the Superior Spider-Man arc originally ended when Doc Ock realized the only way to truly prove he was superior in every way to Peter Parker is if he was willing to give up his life. And give it back to Peter Parker, whose life he had taken. Because that would show he was willing to give up everything to be the better hero. Um, there's a little more to it that. It's basically what it boiled down yeah, to. And so he ended up dying again. And uh, Peter Parker got, got his body back. And he's like, what the, what the hell happened? What is all this? And he's like, woohoo, I'm rich now. Yay! And he proceeded to drive everything to the ground because he is an idiot. 
the well no no he's not an idiot he was just not prepared to run a multinational right it's like one of those lottery winners who ends up blowing all their winnings on you know strippers and alcohol and they end up worse off than they started yeah boats and cars and an entourage of the colors were of your high school friends Uh, again the covers were flat in the cover i didn't it's not the most exciting the cover looks better in person but yeah not the best looking cover the cover's not my favorite part of this issue the uh So after that, it turned out that Otto had been backing up his personality uh, into a computer system. And uh, the last backup got activated through a a long series of events and downloaded into a robot with a long series of events. And and he's like, okay, if this program activated, I'm, I'm now in this robot, that means that I lost or I died or something. What the hell happened? And then he find then he hears Peter Parker's story about how Otto like gave the most noble noble sacrifice and you know gave him his life. He's like, that's crap. I wouldn't do that. How stupid was I? What the hell happened to me? Because he got it back up before he had his epiphany about being good. Oh, okay. Got he it. was still. His, he was yeah. Still, he wasn't keeping up with his backups. Right. He wasn't at a hundred percent good. He was at like you know like seventy percent good <laughs> when his backup hit. Um. So he ended up engineering events to create, uh, to Im- manipulate people and other stuff. They ended up using a clone of Peter Parker, uh, put his brains into it. So he could once again become superior to Spider-Man in his own Spider-Man clone body. So he now has superpowers, but it's his mind. And there's no knowing Peter Parker personality in there. And, but he's still been somewhat influenced in that. He's like, you know what? Being a hero actually was good for me. Being a villain is, is lame. Um, he did go on a... During this time, he ended up uh, fighting the Inheritors in the original Spider-Verse arc. Well, that was like a back-in-time thing. Hmm. He helped the Spider-Verse fight the Inheritors. Then sure. he used the Inheritor cloning technology to create his own cloned body, so he's never actually worried about dying anymore. Because he has instant upload of everything that happened. So he doesn't really even have to keep up with his clones anymore. And the clones are free of any genetic uh, failures or falsehoods that the, the jackal cloning process has had. So he's like, hey, I'm set now. Woo. Which is great. You're not going to turn into a raving lunatic then goo. Right. Awesome. And so that sets us up to the current situation where, well, when during the horrible events of Secret Empire where Cap Hydra was having a high take over the world, uh, he, uh, Dr. Octopus teamed up with Hydra because he wanted to control Parker Industries. Hydra had the resources to help him do it, and he was like, I'll, temp- I'll team up with you, I guess. It's just by the means in this case. He had no intention of, you know, helping out Hydra because he thought they were buffoon. Even in the, those books, he's like, these people are buffoons. They're fascist idiots. I'm not going to deal with these people, but I, I'll use them for now, and I'll deal with them later. So he did that to get control of Parker Industries. As it was. As it was. I, 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 I thought that Peter self-destructed his industry. Yes. So that didn't totally work out. Yeah. But he has legal control of all assets. Remaining. Remaining. Which there are yeah. still some. Intellectual property, things like that. Sure. But... So, after that... He decided to be, go full hero 
and he moved and decided to become the protector of San Francisco. Because he's wow. tired of New York. There's too many idiots there. Um, yeah. The West Coast of America, he says, needs superheroic protection. He actually goes over this in the comic. The West Coast needs superheroic protection because every protector of the West Coast is a bunch of morons. They've had protectors like Hawkeye, Matt Murdock, Moon Knight. These guys are all losers. Um, they cur- currently have a new team of West Coast Avengers who are a bunch of kids who, by the way, are all dumb. You know, he's basically like, these people have no chance to defend anything. And he and he also believes, one thing that he's going over this book is, as they're showing here, the, who are these calls called? The Night Squad? Um, but basically, this, these old, the, uh, the night shift, that's who these bad guys are. Show up, they attack a bus, you see all their stuff. And they have stuff like uh, the Gravedigger, uh, Dancing Macabre, who has constant dancing motions and hypnotize. Basically, these are all like low-level villains. Sure. Uh, the Brothers Grimm, the uh, Skine, who could, could manipulate clothing. Yes, that's her superpower. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, there's one guy who's dead, so he kind of can't be killed. Then there's Waxman, who you see in the bottom panel, who is made of wax. He's basically like Clayface, but creepier because he's wax. Okay. And, um, so these guys knock over a bus, and you know, Superior Octopus shows up. He's like, you have transgressed mightily, Night Shift. The city's on the protection of still Superior Octopus. And of course, the reaction is, wait, says, what is Doc Ock in town? And they're like, back off, Octavius. This is our score. Go rob a bank or something. So he proceeds to whoop the crap out of them super fast. And they're like, wait, wait, let's, uh, let's, uh, he says, okay, here's the deal. This town's under my protection and you can't do anything about it. And to which Waxman in the next page is like, oh yeah, take this. And he says, I know you're not largely immune to damage, but if I slightly modify the sonics I have in my arms, which are meant to deal with venom and he just blasts a giant hole at him. It's like, all right, see, now you're done. And he falls over. So. Here's the deal. You can stop right now, renounce all crime, commit no crimes at all, because I will find you. Or, yeah, and if you do this, you will also act as my informants around the city. And you will be paid a handsome wage, more than you get from your stupid robberies, because you're not very good at it. Or, mm. you can say no to this deal, and I will publble you all into oblivion and, and have you arrested. And they kind of look at each other. Like, hey, you know, I don't care how I get paid. It sounds a lot easier than crime. <laughs> so, ta-da! He's recruiting people to act as his informants. He's recruiting snitches. Right. Basically, it's like these, like you guys, he's like these guys have their ear to the underworld, right? Yeah. So he, they'll be able to let him know of crimes that are coming up, and which goes into him back at his lair talking about how other teams react to crime. They wait for something to show up to blow up half the city, and then they run in there and punch it. He's like, that's really inefficient and really a terrible way to take care of things. So he's actually identified all the major threats on the West Coast. Like Graviton, like big majorly hitters. He's like, these are the three major threats, and I already have ways to deal with them. These are the minor threats. He's like already like going through every villain on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah he, he's basically got an Excel spreadsheet of this whole thing. Yeah, Duncan says he's getting a home style uh, quadre of street urchins. Exactly. Um, he even makes a comment to himself, you know, because he likes, he's a big grandiose guy, talks out loud a lot. Yeah. That he could have just set out an army of uh, of Octobots to watch everything, little, little tiny Octo Tracers. That's but, a little too Batman-y. 
Yeah. Well, he could, but it's like that isn't the same as having real ears to the ground. Right. Uh, people who can anticipate. People who can, you know, investigate. So he, uh, so he's setting all this up, and I really like how it shows. It in a way it's like, wow, that's a great crime fighting, but it every, it almost everything there's that always that edge of he's a jerk. Yeah, yeah, that little twinge of darkness. Yeah, there. it's also like anytime you start talking about proactively fighting crime, it's like eh, no, that's not really yeah. good. Get you know. pre-crime territory. You know how that worked out. Yeah, yeah. you never... Yeah, uh, preemption is not always great. Um, but it's just... It's a really well-set-up thing that actually that gives you into the mind of Dr. Octopus. And it sets up the future where they're... The writing announcer is going to be a Superior Spider-Man comic with Doc Ock as the Superior Spider-Man again. Um, but they've already set... And they've, this is also a way of tying up loose ends because... Uh, when he gets back to his base, you know, Hydra's waiting for him. Arnim Zold and a bunch of goons. Mm-hmm. And like, ah, Otto! So, you once again, you shall join Hydra, and we shall like, no, I'm done with you idiots. I was using you. No. Go away. And it was like, they're like, no, you never leave Hydra. Once you go ahead, you're always a member of Hydra. It's like, oh, God, really? This? Look, I'll give this one chance to leave before I kill you all. Not very heroic thing to say. No, no, but, but it is, very to the point. It is Hydra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to which they, case they really deserve no quarter. Right. At which case, you know, they like Artem Zola is like, fine, you cannot kill me. I'm immortal. And Doc's like, if you think I haven't figured out how to stop your stupid transferring your conscience to your new body thing, you're sadly mistaken. When I kill you here, you will be dead forever. And then a clone of Gorgon jumps out. Gorgon is like a super fantastic martial artist who sure. always wears a blindfold because if anything meets his gaze, it turns to stone. Okay. Uh, so he ends up in a big old fight with him. And Gorgon is a you know, like supreme level martial artist, sword master, super powered, all this stuff. And it's like, this isn't, he starts fighting. It's like, this can't be Gorgon. He's not anticipating it well enough. It's like, oh, it's when you're clones. That's why he has no imagination because you have to make all your clones, you know, so slave, so slave-like and servile to you. So they're useless to you. They're useless. He's like, oh, then the fight is like, you think they're useless? I wasn't the fool who who revealed Gorgon's greatest weapon because he actually turns the blindfold. He looks at Doc. I was like, ah, I am prepared for this, and he turns to stone. Oops. In which case, Artem Gold, Artem Zola is like, ah, what a fool! That bloviating idiot. Smash it! Gorgon smashes the statue. It's like, ha ha ha! Hydra is invincible! Cut off one head! And then you see Gorgon's head get cut off. <laughs> like, what? And Doc Ock's fine. Like, like I said, I prepared for every single instance you could possibly have imagined. You know, kills the rest of the Abe agents, tears Arnim Zola in half, and tells him, I'm going to temporarily release the, uh, the, the lockdowns on this, so I will allow you to transfer your consciousness out to your next body. I want you to warn everyone not to screw with me. I'm never a part of Hydra. I'm not a part of Hydra now. The city is under my protection, and Hydra will not show its stupid face here. And blah, then, blah. you know, they tears Hydra in half. They tears Darn Zola in half. Yeah. So, he's a hero, but he's very much a He's a jerk. And he's at the end, jerk, he's like, but he's effective. 
Yeah, and at the end he's like, Otto Octavius has conquered death. I'm immortal. I'm superior. Who can stand against me now? It's kind of a villain statement, but he's... It is a villain statement, yeah. yeah. So that's the reason I really enjoy this. Is like, kind of in the same vein how I enjoyed uh, when Doctor Doom was Iron Man, the infamous Iron Man. Yeah. I, it's a very different comic. Very, very different. Motivations are different, but it's also the, I'm a villain who's being a hero. My motivations are still slightly suspect, and I'm not exactly good at being a hero, but I'm giving it a shot. Yeah. And it's very convinced... I love his interactions with other people where they're still like, aren't you a villain? Or, oh, the villain's like, what are you doing here, man? You get your own score. And he has to tell them, no, no, I'm a hero now, and I'm going to beat up all of you. So, um, I love the art in this book. It's consistent. The colors pop. I love the way he does the action scenes. I love how the scenes in the base are really dark. Um, I just everything about this book to me sh- just shown the characters were true to how they're supposed to be. Doc Ock was a hero, but also has that great edge of he's just total jerk and he, he still talks like a villain. Um, I loved everything about this. I give it five stars. I, I didn't love wow. the cover. I didn't love the cover, but you no, know what? No, Covers don't count. Um, oh, right. Just fantastic book. Everyone involved except Travis Cherist uh, knocked it out of the park. Loved everything about it. I want more Superior Octopus. I'm looking forward to getting more of it. Um, I will say, however, in Spider-Geddon number one, he is not portrayed the best. Mm. <laughs> but uh, five stars. Five stars. Okay. I, the, now, th- this is a uh, kind of a ancillary question, but it is related. Uh, what made you go from uh, uh, hotkeying your, your star ratings to putting them in the slide themselves because I have the, uh, I was, I figured if I was doing the second slide showing the cover again, I might as well put stars on it. Okay. All right. Just, I just, but well, that was just for me. Do you not well, like it? Do you not like it? Well, no, I, I, I like the, I like the ability for the audience and I to talk you up or down on stuff. You can do that too. I well, can change. I change. can go back to the old way. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, hey you know what? If, if everyone experience. wants him to go back the old way, then go ahead and say, but all right. You know, Next up. There you go. Yeah, let me know. Let me know in the chat if you like the the stars pre-printed or if you want to be able to talk me up or down. Next up, Batman number 56. <laughs> Duncan likes haggling. All right, fair enough. Yeah. This has a shiny foil cover. There's actually a slight controversy about the shiny foil cover. Ooh, it's shiny. Why? Wait, it's in the it's in the bag. Bags why, are always shiny. There... There's a slight controversy. Shiny, ooh, shiny, embossed and shiny. Yes. It's the 1990s, my friend. Um, yes. There is a slight controversy because in every single issue of this, the staples were put in slightly wrong. Really? Yes. So it created marks on all the comics. Very slight, almost imperceptible, no one gives a crap marks, unless you are some sort of uber nerd collector. Who's like, oh no, my comic grade went from 9.6 to 9.0. Oh, ah, bad anxiety. So because of that, DC is actually reprinting all of these and giving them for free. Wait, 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 wait. You mean free like you bring in your old copy, we will exchange well, it for you. What they're doing is DC is reprinting all of them, foil cover and everything, and however many issues a retailer ordered they're giving them that many issues the retailer can do whatever they want with them 
If the retailer wants to give them away as prizes, they can. If the retailer wants to paper their floors with them, they can. If the retailer wants to say, hey, if you show me your old book, I will give you this one. Because DC's not asking for the old ones back. Hmm. But. But personally, I would trade. I'd say, hey, trade in, trade in your defective copy. I'll give you a brand you would, new, you would brand spanking new. Honestly, that's one way of doing it. Most of the time what's going to happen is the store owners will go to their regulars like, hey, want a Batman? Yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. This sounds insane, Duncan. It is insane. Uber nerd Garthon. I'm going to get my second issue. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I might get two or three. The... Uh, so, Bat 56, written by Tom King, pencils by Tony S. Daniel, inks by Tony S. Daniel and Danny Mickey, colors by Tom Mori, cover by Daniel and Mori. So, this book is part of a new story arc. Tom King's Batman has been very hit or miss for me. It's been very strange. Um, recently, he's been going through an arc where he was like fighting Condiment Man, uh, who's a classic Batman villain. Nope. From the wacky era, but a lot of but now it's getting weirdly serious again because at the end of the comic, at the end of uh, issue 55, last issue, um, after they were joking with Commissioner Gordon, uh, Batman and Nightwing, the first Robin, Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. teamed up yep. and were fighting Condiment Man, and a lot of the fight and a lot of what was going on were actually callbacks to the original fight, right? Sure. Back in like the 60s or whatever they had it. Um, so it's a very lighthearted issue. At the end, they're talking to Commissioner Gordon, and Dick Grayson takes a bullet to the head. Just talk, just talking to the commissioner. Yeah, they're like, ha ha ha, that was a wacky fight. And Dick Grayson starts making a joke. Well, the one thing about Napkin Man, and then the sniper bullet hits him in the side of the head. Yes, Condiment Man, like ketchup. May it mustard mayo condiment? Yes, Baldahar. Exactly like that. Batman has some weird villains. Condiment Man is a real villain. In the day, he had some. He oh, had he's some... still around. He was just in <laughs> last yeah, issue. Yeah, but uh, they they are completely C team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's he's D team villain. You know, he does not get invited to any of the parties. No. Unless they're low on condiments, honestly. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the advantage of having Condiment Man around. Yes. In some ways, we're having, Batman, a, we're having a cookout. We forgot the mustard and ketchup. We need condiment. The writer has been dropping acid test of smoking Mary Jane. Yes, this was this. I think he came out in the fifties originally, but you got Batman has both the best and worst rogues gallery ever. You know, uh, he has so anyway. Many. Anyway, anyway, Dick Grayson got shot in the he head. He got sniped like, in the head, and they're like, like side of the head. Yeah, or? side of the head. Okay. The side of the head. All right. And it was not a glancing blow. It went into his brain. He almost died. This issue is Batman on the frickin' warpath. Someone shot his buddy, his original Robin, his bestest yep. buddy in the, you know, yep. maybe besides Superman. His former ward. Yeah, almost tried to kill him. He would have died if he didn't have immediate medical attention. Um, they've actually been teasing that in Nightwing, he's actually going to be trying to recover from massive brain damage and that kind of stuff. I don't know how that'll make for a good comic necessarily, but yeah, he's hosed. He's screwed. You would think that they get to use some sort of super science or super healer to fix him. Who knows? 
His former Burt Ward. Exactly, Valdark. That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> Burt. Anyway, so last issue, while they were doing the Condit Man stuff, you like occasionally saw like some guy like show up at a gun shop and he'd be like, I need to buy a rifle. And this guy who used to be thrown from a plate glass win- window was like, you have to be more specific, man. And, you know, he'd sell it by, he sells the dude a gun. Uh, that was the gun that was used to kill, to almost kill Nightwing. In this issue, Batman is tracking down who the hell did this. And he throws, you know, he goes to, to the gunner said, and, you know, he goes like, yeah, I can't tell you who did that. And Batman's like, wrong move. And yeah. throws him through a plate glass bad, window. Bad answer, man. Oh, Batman geez, is sorry. pissed. And so you can see, he's like, as you can see in that panel, he is, let me, let me full screen this one for you. He is wrapping the bat grappling hook around this dude's around neck. Around this guy's neck and, and yanking on it. Yeah, that is, is killer. That is murdering people. Yeah, he's not trying to kill him, but he is at that line where he does not give a crap. Uh, that guy squawks pretty fast, but who bought the gun after this? Um, he eventually figures out that who bought it was the KG Beast. That is a real villain from the 80s. Okay. The KG Beast. He is a is super with assassin. The, with the cool machete thing? Yeah, the cool, the, that's him with the other arm? panel. It's the KG Beast. Okay. Um, he only has one arm. The other arm is a gun. Gun arm, yeah. Now, yeah. why does he only have one arm? Because Batman cut it off. Well, no. Batman trapped him and was going to like get the authorities on him, so he cut off his own arm to escape. Oh, he 128 days later himself. Yes, he cut off his Hours own arm later, sorry. and Hours replaced later. it with a gun. Well, why not? Because that's what you do when you're the KG Beast. Well, then why did he have to buy another gun? He's got a gun on him. Well, because he didn't want to use that gun. It'd be too obvious was the K- he was the KG Beast. Oh, right, yeah. So he right. had, like, a hook. Got it. Um, so Batman even says, he's a professional killer like any other. Perhaps the best. Bred, trained to murder and disappear. Though thought of everything. Well, covered everything. Master, Dick is, sir, can you find him? Yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> well, he didn't say that. He says I could find him. But yeah, yeah, I can find him. But really, he meant I'm Batman. That whole yeah. last panel shouldn't say yeah, I can find him. Just it should just say I'm Batman, and then you know that would be it. Yeah, that'd be better. Now, best in the world. I thought that was Deathstroke. Best attack. Well, the best assassin in the world is whoever Batman's currently up against. Batman can't oh. say he's like the fourth best assassin in the world. Um, you can say one of them. Is is Deathstroke good right now? I, I can never remember. Let me check my <laughs> let me let me has, has he been retconned into, into being worse? I don't know. I, I can't keep up. Let me check my playbook. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, Currently good. Okay. Okay. So uh that would make him it... <laughs> so no. Um it gets too confusing. Also occasionally fills the gunner with barbecue sauce for, for precision grilling grilling. Only when teaming up with condiment man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he has Calendar Man too. That's a real villain. Stop it! It is. Stop it. Um, he's even in Arkham Asylum. Elgarian can find him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now the most of this issue is Batman partially beat the snot out of people and just on a warpath to find the KG Beast. The other half is you see the guy, KG Beast. Mm-hmm. Well, meeting up with his dad in Mother Russia. And of course, it's winter. And of course, he lives in like the furthest 
godforsaken mountains of Russia, you know, where, you know, even elk die in the cold, that kind of place, you know. Sure. Because, you know, stereotypes are fun. The... But basically, you know, his dad is like, how long since you drank? They keep going back and forth this dialogue where you definitely get the... where his father has been kind of hiding from his son because he's afraid of him, but also calls him weak. Like, this guy must have been, like, the worst parent ever. He's always belittling the kid, right? And the kid yeah. can never live up to his old man's standards. Um, and he initially... And he's the one who trained, initially, his son to be an assassin for the KGB. That's why he was the KGB. Um, I mean, after he graduated services, he ended up killing all of his family, except his father, just to show them that he could do it. And his father still says, ah, you're weak. You didn't kill me because you were weak. You're afraid. He'd be able to pop the movie see if he could load with melted butter. It does kind of look like a butter gun. But the... It's not butter, it's, it's oil. And he has a bread knife Ugh. in his other hand. That's a weird shaped machete, honestly. Come on, that is impractical. Why would you have that? Anyway, so... It's in one way, it's kind of like a chilling dialogue between the father and the son, where they're mm-hmm. drinking, and you know this is going to end well. And eventually, he does pull out a gun and shoot his dad in the head. Sure. To several ties. While that conversation is going on, Batman has figured out through calling in all sorts of favors that everyone possibly can, um, figured out where he is. But it's such a remote and inhospitable place in, in the middle of a storm in winter that the bat planes freeze up. They can't even get there. So he is up crashing the bat plane, just traveling on foot through the snow and ice to show how hardcore he is. Cause he's Batman. Sure. I don't give a crap. And it actually ends with him outside the little house and hearing the gunshot of KGB's killing his father. Uh, so lots going on there. Lots to unpack. On one hand, yeah. it's really Dude. awesome to see Batman like angry and on the war path. Ah. On the other hand, it's like, Really? The, the, but the not Bat- as insane as he was in White Knight. Well, no, that's different. This is yeah. like he has a purpose, and you know he's gonna hunt down the guy who tried to yes. kill his, his best bud. Yeah. The and that's and one way it's like really awesome. Then you kind of like step back and look at it and say, because this is awesome in like a 1980s action movie. Awesome, like yeah, yeah, oh, explosion, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Schwarzenegger should be in this. Yeah, the Russian guy's drinking vodka with his dad. He kills him. Yeah, you know. Um. But you kind of take a step back and it's like, this is really kind of trite. <laughs> um, really, the the bat jet, which can go orbital, can't handle snow. Um, but the Batman's so tough, for the, so tough he could walk through the storm to this remote place. You know, there's all these little things in there. It's like, this is very Batman-ish to be doing all these things. Yeah. But it's still highly entertaining. So there, I, there's a like it, don't like it. Overall, three and a half stars. I did really like it. I did like seeing the Batman on the warpath. I did, like I said, I loved it in the way that I love an 80s movie, an 80s mm-hmm. action movie, where the evil Russians are doing their evil Russian thing in the snow in Mother Russia, you know. Right. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was close to spelled. <laughs> oh, I almost did my audible. Just wait for it. Wait for it, my friend. Um, I really liked this. I close to loved it. 
just maybe a little too cheesy. Uh, the art was super solid the whole way. I really enjoyed the art the whole way. Um, it wasn't Mikhail Yannon awesome, but it was pretty damn awesome. Great Batman art. It overall got a good feel for the Batman character. Um, but if you just were like read the past few issues, where it's like a very silly vill- villain, like kind of lighthearted, and that it's, it's a, a very dark change. It's a like whiplash turn. Yeah. But I very certain that was done on purpose. It wasn't mm-hmm. a incompetent writer who's like, oh, now it's this happening. And you're like, why? No, this was no. so. That was that was meant to be a shocking pivot, right? And everything pivots at that moment. And mm-hmm. with all my issues for Tom King's writing, this had so little navel gazing that I had to like pump the radio for that. There's no time <laughs> in this where he, there's very little time where he's like, Oh, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. He spends no time on standing on a guard. No, no, he's just on mission. Issue. He's, he's on point. Yeah. Right. Right. He doesn't wait for the rain, you know, to think about things. He's just busy whooping, butt, exhausting all his options, finding where this guy is. So, I really enjoyed it. Four, three and a half stars. I recommend Great. it. Last up. Avengers number nine. Beware of Namor, the Submariner. Uh, he joined he a boy a band. Young. He joined yeah. a boy band. He looks a little young. Yeah, that was kind of my thing. He is a mutant, though. You know. Yeah, he looks a little young. Yeah. Uh, written by Jason Aaron. Art by David Marquez. Colors by Justin Ponser. Cover by David Marquez and Marcia Main. Menies? Menies? Menies. I'll go with. That's wrong. All right. So, the last big arc of the Avengers was all sorts of wacky stuff happened. Eternals, Immortals, Space Gods, Space Bugs, Giant Ghost yep. Riders, all sorts sure. of not- madness. Yep. The issue after that, they're like, hey, we're setting up our base. Trying to like settle things in. At the end of last issue, the right issue, furniture, yeah. assemble IKEA stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, at the end of last issue, you saw a bunch of Atlanteans who were captured in like in some nets or something by some Roxxon Corporation guys. Anytime you see Roxxon Corporation, you know evil's they're evil always. Yeah, Roxxon always. is the default evil corporation in the Marvel universe. If Roxxon is handing out free toys on Christmas, you know they're evil. They're evil toys yeah. or something's happening or they're made yeah. directly out of toxic waste. Yeah. Duncan says, "My dad left me out in the woods once. It was cold. I'd one scrabble one too many times. I said warm in a hole of pipe of my family of badgers." I was close to acclimating to my new life when a hunter claimed Badger Mom and Dad. I've never forgot them. I would have become Badger Man, but I didn't want to spell. Oh, God. Wow. He really <laughs> dug deep on that. that. I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Roxanne captured some Atlanteans, and because the Atlanteans were kind of in the way of whatever evil whaling they were trying to do, whatever, and... Sure. Deep sea right. exploration. And they figured, hey, exploitation. better yeah. not to have witnesses. So they uh, chained up and killed the Atlanteans. This sure. pissed the hell off, Namor the hell off, because he found out sure. really damn quick. Because a fish saw it and told him. Because um, he talks to fish. Yeah, he does. That pissed him the hell off. So he immediately tore their ship in half <laughs> and... Uh, killed part of the crew, and captured the rest. Anyone who put up with too much resistance, he killed. He captured the rest and is holding them down under the ocean in Atlantis. 
In an air pocket, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's basically told the UN, this is what your jackass people have done. I'm going to kill them if any of you screw with me. So, at which point, they, the Avengers go in. To do what? Like, high-five him? Right. Well, this issue starts out with a Tiger Shark attacking a cruise ship. At which point, Stingray jumps out. Stingray's the guy in the red and white. He's kind of a okay. part-time hero, water-based. Okay. And which begins a hilarious, well, to me, series of panels because Stingray is married to Tiger Shark's sister. Tiger Shark used to be human, but through experimentation, he turned himself into a fish man. Sure. But, uh, you know, Tiger Shark's yelling like, you don't belong down here, just an air breather in a diving suit. You were a human once too, Todd. Until this genetic experience drove you insane. I can help you overcome this. Diane misses you. Run, Tiger Shark, skirts of the seas. I'll tear you so much. Feels like so much. Chum. And then just see this, this petty fighting versus finished. And it's Namor with a bunch of sharks and freaking armor. Because why not? One of them even has yeah. painted cam. They even have camouflage the painted on them. Namor do they have any freaking laser beams? They might. It's never shown. Okay. Be like, look. And Namor, this is like. This is like the this is the second page of the book, where he says a day of reckoning has come. You both face this very simply a profound choice: join me or leave these oceans forever. Stingray, of course, is an eternal peacemaker. He's actually a scientist more than a hero. Sure. Uh, the suit he made was actually so he could like do undersea exper uh, research. He's kind of a peace-loving hippie. And so he goes to Namor and says, "Oh, Namor, don't tell me you're doing this again. We all know your whole Atlantis attacks thing never ends well for your people." And then Namor, like, thinks to himself a little bit, and it's like, like, look, look, let's talk this, your highness, okay? I want your oldest friends from the surface world. I promise we can. And Namor proceeds to beat the living crap out of him. To the point where Tiger Shock, who is just about to threaten to eat him, is like, oh, oh, God, oh, oh, no, stop. <laughs> the sharks are smelling the blood in the water, and he keeps punching Stingray. Oh. He dang, I think he actually ends up killing him at the end. And then he looks That's... over at Tiger Shark, which I don't have that panel, and says, well, he's like, whoa, whatever your plan is, I'm all in. I don't even know. I, whatever. You make nope, a very whatever. convincing argument. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, Give I, me the Dakota ring. Yeah, like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in on your team. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the plan is, but I'm all in. 100%. <laughs> he even says, you make a very convincing argument. <laughs> so, uh -huh. um, Dark humor. I love it. So... And then Namor kind of swims off, and his name was like, "You'll be contacted." Tiger's like, "Okay, I'll I'll be over here. <laughs> I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting by the phone. Whatever. <laughs> In the ocean, no one can see you pee. You know that's <laughs> <laughs> um, poor Stingray. God, yeah. I think he's, well, he's dead. not a bad guy. No, he's a like I said, he's a peace loving. Tries to get everybody to get along. He's a really nice guy. He never, even when he was in the Avengers, he never wanted to be a superhero. It was just one of those, he built a suit for, for deep dives and to be able to research. And he was able to help with underwater stuff. Uh, you have to feed the fish somehow. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> but, uh, man, chum. Ah, oh, Valdar. The, so the Avengers show up, you know, in various underwater gear. And they're like, all right, Namor. We know you got the guys. From Roxxon. We know they did something wrong, but you gotta let them go. He's like, no. I'm sick of you people. I'm done with you idiots. 
He's like, all right, we didn't want to come to this. And uh, Iron Man starts attacking. Guess how well this works out? Not very. Not very. Uh, because Iron Man does something, and Namor immediately just dodges and starts beating the snot of me, and Iron Man goes, I forgot how fast and strong he was underwater. And <laughs> tears the hell out of Iron Man. Tears the hell out of everyone. Tears the hell out of... Thor is not a match. Like, Thor tries to attack him, and Namor just grabs the hammer in the midair. Right? Well, uh, midwater. But he's not the original Mjolnir. Oh, okay. He's like, Thor's like, ah. It's like, this Mjolnir is not as strong as your last one, and you're not as strong as you used to be either, which he's not, because he was reborn, because he died and got reborn, um, as we'll all recall. So he beats the crap out of Thor, in which case, She-Hulk goes in, you know, because someone, like, hits me. He's like, oh, Ghost Rider hits him in, with his car. And he's like, you dare touch me? And he starts smacking around. And, you know, She-Hulk jumps in like, no touching, huh? Hulk, touch a lot! And goes to punch him with the double overhand, which always means, you know, super powerful punch in comic books. Yep. And he looks yep. just like, dear God, didn't she used to be attractive? Ouch. <laughs> That's super mean. And then he says, you dared to bring a nuke- a gamma bomb underwater? Really? And she punches him for everything he has, creates a large underwater pressure wave, destroys everyone, and the Avengers are like, ah! And Namor just stands there like, really? You, you realize this is my realm, right? Um, so he just lays in all of them. And then Cap actually says, uh, Namor, I'm, I'm, he's like, but you want some too? He's like, no, I'm not going to fight you. I, I just want to ask why you're doing this. He's like, all right, we have a long history. You're probably the only air breather I even trust a little bit right now. But these jerks, you know, he says, killed a bunch of Atlanteans and laughed about it. And I'm tired of you, a-holes. And you're going to pay. It's like, all right, we get it. We're sorry. They will be punished. But please just, there'll be dire consequences if you don't give me back. If you don't give us those people so they can stand trial. He's like, fine, whatever. Really? He's like, he's like oh. he's, he was like, do it or else what? It's like, or else we'll be back. And I'm thinking at that point, like, or else. And I'm thinking, he just owned all of you by yeah. himself. Yeah. I don't think he's afraid of you. But he's just like, fine, whatever. And then they look around like, what the hell happened to Atlantis? Because it's all just desolate, right? It looks like a freaking. I didn't know they were in Atlantis until Kat mentioned, isn't this Atlantis? And it's all just wreckage. He's like, the same thing happened up on the surface. And then the, he shows them a dead celestial down there. So the celestials also went to Atlantis and tore the hell out of the place. And they actually managed to take one down by themselves. But it probably took all their people. Yeah, pretty much. It just devastated Atlantis, which already got devastated by the crap that uh, T'Challa pulled on him a while ago. Where, like, the ghosts of... There was a little... With the events after the events of Illuminati, there was like a kind of a pissing contest between Atlantis and Wakanda, where they end up wiping out each other's nations. Essentially, it was really nasty. So when Black Panther shows up as head of the current chairman of the Avengers to try and stop them, that's kind of what started the fight in the first place. Like you must stop this. And he was like, "Oh, you're here, really?" And then it's just a fight. Whereas if they had Cap talk first, maybe they could have avoided a fight. Yeah. Um. So all that goes on. 
Cap talks about it, it's like shows shows us dead celestial says same thing happened. We got wiped out. We got screwed. And the guy's like, Alright, well we're sorry about what happened. If you need help rebuilding, it's like I need nothing from you idiots. Go away. Like, alright, we're sorry, we're sorry. And they leave. You see some Atlantean children come into caves like, it's okay, children, they're gone. It's safe to come out now. They go and hide. He just looks around. It's like, because oh, everything's destroyed. Actually, like a moment of that imperial sadness, you know. It just kind of firms his resolve on everything got destroyed. And he, everything. The Celestial's not the surface builder's fault, but he still blames them because that's how he is. Um, mm. But everything else is their fault. And he kind of like has tells like a little story to himself about how starving because Atlantis is destroyed, having no resources, a group of Atlantean children, you know, end up wandering onto shorts in search of food. The tide deserted them and they end up choking on the air up top. It says like the chil- the people who saw the, Atla- the Atlantean children flopping around the ground laughed at the funny fishmen as they died. And he is not going to put that crap anymore as Atlanteans are superior to humans. Yeah. Yeah. I, that what I get. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, can't I'll, believe that would actually happen though. But maybe, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe they walked on the shore. Maybe they walked up on the shore in New Jersey, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I I could see that, but you know, when a when a when a whale gets beached, like hundreds of people go in and yeah, try, try and save. I, it. I, I mean, think they try to help some people, but yeah, then again, so folk get back in the water. They might have, yeah. you know, landed in front of the Hydra family picnic. You never know. Yeah, I guess. So it's possible they found just the right group of jerkwads. Maybe it was the Rocks on Company picnic. You never know. Yeah. Uh, so the issue, you, you know, Ed's, we you know, we're like, well, we just feel the situation, but, and they're kind of talking things going on, and then you actually see, like, like a news report going on about how the the Avengers rescued the. Uh, Roxxon employees. The Roxxon hostages, and they were now currently in jail. They were placed in jail where, due to where they all drowned from their toilets backing up. And it actually shows like seen of them in, like this uh like glass panel jail, and like water shooting out of the toilet because all drains lead to the ocean, mm. <laughs> and they just filled up and drowned all all, all of them. And he Namor's you know talks was like. They thought they could escape my wrath. I want them to know that these surfaces are not safe anywhere. Cross Atlantis and you will die. It was like, dang. They watched with the short Antarctica. People are actually penguins. Summer doesn't know much about. Summer doesn't know much about the surface world. Or the fish that reported it was like, I think they're they had two legs. They're black and white like suits. Yeah, they were wearing suits. Yeah. <laughs> fish aren't the brightest. Um. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So. But yeah, that's really a dark issue. Yeah. Uh, Namor is super dark in this issue. Uh, they're actually showing they're showing Namor at depending on how certain characters are written, like their power level varies. Um, I've seen Namor written at this power level before, so it's not surprising that he could do this stuff. Unheard of. Yeah. It's not unheard of. Like there have been multiple issues where he's fought the Hulk underwater and won because. You're, if you're in the ocean, if you're in seawater, Namor can own you. If you're out of seawater, if he's dried up a bit, he's like half as strong. And he's still thing-level strong. Yeah. And invulnerable. And can fly. Well, can he still fly? Because he that, can that was, still fly. That was look, on and off. No, look that at the wings on, on the feet. 
As long as he has the wings on the feet, he can fly. That's true. Okay, yep. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, Namor is no joke. And, technically, the oldest character Marvel has. Other than Human Torch. But that Human Torch is dead. So, technically, yeah, Namor... This, you're talking about the robotic Human Torch. Right, the Android Human Torch. So, yeah. Namor's their oldest continuous character. Cool. So, just by, you know... Uh, seniority is going to be the toughest. Sure. So, what did you give this one? What did I give this issue? Four and a half stars. Oh, four and a half. Bald hard. Thwarted again. I could be talked into four, but I really like this. I like showing the darker side of Namor. Um, he wasn't actually written as like a total. He he never shouted Imperious Rex the entire time, which I appreciated, because mm-hmm. um, that becomes a trope really fast. The art was great the whole time. Like every time they showed the big. The big <laughs> Baldar needs a new thing. Four point five stars. The you actually it didn't all the combat looked like it was happening underwater, um, where the Avengers were definitely out of their element and Namor was not. Uh, when it showed like the big punches, you saw pressure waves from the water coming out. Uh, if they wanted to be super realistic, it'd have to be like really cloudy real fast. I'm glad they didn't do that because that'd just be pictures of clouds the whole time. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, really loved it. I'm really hoping it doesn't turn into an Atlantis attacks. Um, I have a soft spot for Namora. Obviously, I have a soft spot for you know heroes who have a dark side, um, but not Venom. The I don't like Venom. I did like Venom, but then like the 2000s completely ruined Venom. Just yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Th- this yeah. if this turns into anything, it's going to turn into Atlantis gets attacked. Uh, and they're already kind of attacking. They have they don't have any troops or armies. That's kind of like already been like pointed out. Like you have nothing. Um, but it is nice to see what's going on with Namor. I like the okay. Like we're beaten down, but I can still own all of you if you're in my territory. And I do like that he didn't go off on there for a while. There's a huge tendency to every time he was mad, it was always like you pollute the oceans. He didn't he didn't actually go off on that tangent. Or that scree again. Screed? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I'm kind of tired of seeing that. Maybe, you know, the, the truth of it, you know, is wrong. But the, you know, if that's his only beef, you know, he, he he would be better served, you know, creating plastic recycling systems underwater than, you know, attacking people with giant yeah. snakes. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing I love about this issue is they actually did some great callbacks to... Um, the uh, the giant walking whales, you know, they actually have one of those show up, which was awesome. So, it swallows oh, Ghost Rider. Of course. He has to. Dra- <laughs> he got Jonahed. Yeah, he got basically. He's like, uh, it's like, are you still alive? Uh, I think so. I'm driving inside of a whale. You, we'll get you. I was like, no, I think I could do it. And turns around and goes just full blast out of its mouth and just like explodes its head off. Because Ghost Rider can, you know, has flames underwater because. Yeah, they're not real they're, flames. They're, they're, they're magical hell flames. Yeah, yeah, he's Ghost Rider. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. I don't imagine Ghost Rider talks like that though. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so four and a half stars. Really, really, really like this issue. Uh, minor, minor things that you know complain about. God, I love this issue. I love a good Namor issue. This was a great Namor issue. Ah, good. There's so many good books this week. I decided to choose my three favorite books this week. I have other books I could have complained more about, but I wanted... And they were all number ones. <laughs> there was one number one, which was actually uh, pretty good. Actually, 
well, there's one number one here, which is pretty good too. Um, but these were the, of my books I got, and this was a big week for me, a lot of books. Uh, these are my three favorite, just fantastic books. If you want to read any of them, you won't go wrong. They're all, actually, they're all pretty good jumping on points for a storyline. 55 for Batman be better, but 56 is a good jumping on point. Just great stuff. Read a comic book. Your thoughts. What did you think of all this greatness? Not just how great I am, but how great these comics were. Sure. Also, what are your thoughts on Angry Batman? Is it okay to be that angry? Would you Would you rather prefer he stay calm and collected instead of just being angry? I'm on the Bat Rampage. I'm not listening to Alfred. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention with the Batman thing is... Uh, the artist does a great job showing that Batman has not been sleeping. He has stubble. The suit's not fitting too great around the... You know, he looks like this, the mask is, like, not fitting great because he's been wearing it too long. You know, it's not, like, totally awful, but it's not, like, super tight on him. He just looks... Like, Batman looks like a mess. You know. He likes Batman since you were capable of messing with people. Yeah, me too. Just got the good stuff. So... <laughs> needs to murder people. Judge Batman. I am the law. <laughs> I am the knight. <laughs> I am Judge Batman. All right. Um, Carl Urban did Judge Dredd too. No one ever mocks that one because he was really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was very minimalist. <laughs> yeah. In his role. Yeah. And it was perfect. Stone was just fun to make fun of. All right. Any suggestions for future comic reviews? Let me know. Um, if you want to see more Marvel, more DC, maybe there's a title I'm not covering. Is there any upcoming events you want to know about? Um, are there any indie books I should be looking at? Nothing worse than Batman Falls by Stars binge yet Oreos. If you go to cons, you, you will see people dressed as Batman. And you know, they have obviously eaten too many Oreos. Yes. So, comment below. Let us know. Don't miss an episode of Gotham's Compole. Go on Twitch. It's like, hey, hey, look at that. What do I do with that? Oh, look, I'll be notified. And you can subscribe, and your life is better, and everyone's happy, and things are good. And you can even do that on YouTube. Zap, zap, zap. All right. That way you don't miss an episode of Garthon's Comic Pool or the Leaster Myth live stream, both of which mm-hmm. have been FDA approved. Lower, lower your cholesterol. <laughs> Improve your health. Uh, you know, anytime I see anyone, anytime, all right. And I see a commercial for homeopathic medicine, and they're always like, and it's homeopathic, so I don't need a prescription. What you're really saying is, and it's homeopathic, so it's not actually medicine. That's what you're actually saying. That's what you're actually saying, yes. Yes. You don't need a prescription because because the the government has deemed it not medicine. Right. You don't make something stronger by diluting it. I mean, for God's sake, you don't sit there and buy alcohol and say, well, I'm going to mix this alcohol with a bunch of water and make it way stronger. No! All right, so if you want more Garthon, you check it out on YouTube. Just look up Legion of Myth. Garthon stuff is there. Check out Garthon's stream, 9 p.m. Central on Sunday, 10 Eastern, which is tomorrow, where we will be playing Neverwinter. Actually, right? it's supposed to be Star Trek Online. Star Trek but, Online. Well, yeah. Thursday is Star Trek Online. Well, and, and Sunday, too, because we've we been getting mad numbers. Well, yeah, but we, we can't do foundry missions. That's, ooh, that's true, yeah. To be decided. Also, check out past streams on the YouTube. And all is good. Thank you very much. It is now time for the RNG. Oh, we need to wrap this up quick. Fast RNGs. Fast RNGs. Okay, I'll do my best. All right, first off is, uh, like I said in the beginning, why 
Nora hates her mom. Now, if you're oh, if you're not familiar, mean. it's true. If you're not familiar with uh, with uh, the Flash CW series, uh, at the end of last season, season four, uh, Nora, the the woman pictured here, the the young lady pictured here, is the future daughter of Barry and Iris Allen. Now, uh, she she came back in time to see her dad because she wanted to see her dad. Fair enough. Yeah. And uh, now she's stuck. She can't get back. And so she needs help. Well, uh, throughout this, this, this entire episode, she is spending as much time with her father as possible. You can see the next, the next slide is the, is the CW poster. Zap, zap, zap. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, spending as much time with her dad as possible, like going out for ice cream, uh, just hanging out, uh, to talking about all the villains that oh, that, that he took down. It was pretty awesome, stuff like that. And this entire time, she is not hanging out with her mom, which is in the next one. Iris is on the right, and of course Nora is on the left. Now, uh, a lot of people are saying, well, because, and this is spoilers, because if you haven't seen if you haven't seen the episode, you're not going to know this. Uh, since season one, Barry has has been privy to a newspaper article from the future. In 2024, uh, he runs so fast that he disappears, but in doing so, he stops an apocalypse. Right. Right. And he's known that for the last five years. He's known that. Right. Now, Nora comes along and shows him another newspaper article, the 25th anniversary of the disappearance of the Flash, he's still gone. That's unfortunate. And Barry's like, oh my God, you were like two or three when this happened. She goes, yeah, I don't really have any memories of you. And he was so pissed off, he started crying. He's like, I missed everything. I missed your first day of school. I missed the first time you walked. I missed the first time you ran. I, I missed everything. She's like, yeah, but you had your mom, right? You had your mom. And she puts her hand in her pocket. She looks down and says, yeah, yeah, me and my mom. We're, 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 yeah, just us. We're, we're good. I don't think this is true. Now, everyone, everyone's saying that, oh, she's spending so much time with her dad because she never knew her dad. I get that. And that makes perfect sense. But what turned me on to this new theory was that, she was invited to stay at Barry and Iris's house while, while, while she was stuck in the past. And she said, no, 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 no. I'll stay. I'll stay here at Star Labs. Now that's kind of strange, kind of strange. You want to spend more time with your dad. You go to his house and you live with him and you spend more time with him. What's the other, what's the other factor here? Mom is there. Now, back when Barry disappeared in the Speed Force at the end of season three, uh, he was gone for six months. Iris barely held it together. Barely held it together. And they were just engaged. They weren't even married at this point. They're married now, but they were just engaged. And when he came back, they actually had to go to counseling because she was so messed up about it. They had had to go to couples counseling before they got married. Now, I want you to think of Iris having the same thing happen to her, thinking that, oh, no, Barry's coming back. 
he always comes back. And then when Nora gets her speed and Barry doesn't come back, it's been years now. Uh, I've, she, uh, it, like, like most metahumans, she wouldn't get her speed until puberty. Because that's what happens with, with most mutants and metahumans in yeah. DC and Marvel Comics. Yeah. So Barry's already been gone for 10 years. Or, you know, be, between 8 and 10 years, depending on when she gets puberty. And looking at her would just remind her again that Barry's gone. I believe that she was an absent mother. Just emotionally shut off and broken. That could be. That's why Nora Allen does not want to hang out with with uh, with Iris West Allen because uh, they never got along. Ever. I, I have another theory. Okay. What if it's because her mother remarried and she and hated her stepdad and she always blamed her mom for forgetting her dad? That that could be it. She she spent uh, by her own admission. Hours and hours and hours and days and days in the Flash Museum learning all about her real father and and all the stuff he did. And if Iris did get remarried, then this is all on Nora and her feelings. But I don't I don't think that's it. No, I I, I agree. You you post a very strong argument. Yeah. in, In in my gut. Because of what happened, Nora, before when Barry disappeared, and that was just for six months. Now he disappeared for years, at least 20, and left her saddled with a superpowered kid, which she can't train. What if she, she married can't... another speedster who was a villain? I don't think they do that to the Flash audience. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't do that. But no, that is my theory. We're, we're, we're trying That's to good. move along. I know. Yeah, That's a good theory. That, yeah, that is, is my theory that, uh, that, that Iris West Allen became emotionally shut down when Barry never came back and saddled her with a kid to raise all, all by herself. And every time Iris looks at Nora, she sees Barry and gets more angry. I like it. I mean, anyway, it's sad, that, but I like theory. Good theory. It's sad, yes. All now, right, thank you. Garthine. You got something as well. All right. Iron Fist has just been announced as being canceled by Netflix after season two. And that's, uh, well, you know, it's kind of sad. You know, people losing jobs is never good. But it goes back to a lot of problems with the Iron Fist series itself. I mean, for example, when they announced there was an Iron Fist series, we wanted this. You karate killers wanted a showdown. Look at that. Oh, look at that. He's big. He has a tight suit and a big tattoo on his chest. He's beat the crap out of all these people at super martial arts because he's freaking Iron Fist. Yeah. What did we get? Yep. We got some hipster with a scruffy beard. Yep. Some doofy hair. Looks like he's wearing hemp fabric clothes and is about to tell you about the new Fish album. You know. So, yeah. That's... And... Uh, Season one was slow as freaking dirt, and everyone hated it. They hated it. You know, but then, you know, they, they got season two. Hey, that looks a little better. That's a little closer. A little closer. A little bit. You know, hey, look, I'm I'm the immortal Iron Fist. I got, like, a dragon. I'm wearing, I look like, I'm not going to rob a convenience store. I swear, I'm a superhero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I, I'm wearing a hoodie, but I'm white. Yeah. That's I mean, exactly what this says. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, look, look at that. Look, they cast a mask right there at least. But he's pulling on something. What is? What is he? What is he pulling on? What's he got? Oh, it's a pink slip. Oh, oh. sorry, man. Yeah, season two was not enough. It wasn't bad. No, it, it was better than season one. But let's look at Daredevil and uh, Luke Cage, Power Man. Daredevil, by the end of season one, he got his super suit. Yes. He was doing Daredevil crap pretty yes. much immediately. He, yeah. he was definitely Daredevil. Um, Luke Cage was doing Luke Cage stuff really freaking quick. Actually, well, no. No. They no. took a long time to build up to it. But they did have like at one part where it like showed the flashback of him like escaped from prison and he was had, he had like the chains. He was wearing the gold, the yellow shirt, the metal headband. Come the on, metal headband. Yeah, he was wearing all that. And he had the fro. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh no, he didn't pull that off. Yeah. You never ate that in Iron Fist. Iron Fist also seemed to lack any humor that the others seemed to occasionally bring. It yes. lacked a sense of self. It was boring. It was slow. The martial arts sucked. Two was better. If two, if season two was one. They probably would have been a much better place. Yes, but they, they they started off with no momentum. Right, right. Yeah, they they shot themselves in the foot immediately, and season two was not enough of a change. They, you know, oh, it's painful. So, mm. sort of like Enterprise, Council Justice is getting good. Yeah, Pax, that's a good point. Um, but I have a pet theory. Mm. It's probably wrong. Iron Fist is canceled because they're planning on Power Man and Iron Fist, right? You got to put the guys. Latest, latest season of uh, Luke Cage is pretty good. Yeah. Season of Defenders was okay. Um, but that would be the story where something actually starts happening. The problem is you never showed them like finding that friendship yet. But in the comics, that was kind of like. So there's kind of big thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were, it's a big thing, but it wasn't an immediate. We're best friends. It took some growing into, and they could do that. It would be great. And I'm not, you know, I'm not asking for on the left. I'm not asking for spandex metal headbands. Look at us. Look at on the right. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I still want the big collar. Iron fist is still in the costume. A little more modern design. You put Luke Cage in a suit, modern design, maybe the beard. Like in the Walker, which I reviewed a couple, a couple right. years ago. Yes. Yes, Great series. Mm-hmm. That is what street they need to... Crime. Yes, that Stick is what... With street level crime. They yeah. need to emulate that. They need to follow that. And if they do, things will be good. Power Man yes. and Iron Fist. That's yes. what that, I hope that, is happening. It better happen. That was actually my theory as well. That that uh, uh, the, the guy who plays Iron Fist is going to jump between the the Netflix series. You know, right. he's, well, he's, he's not going to have he's a series, make so he's just going to be on Power Man. Exactly. Yeah, he, he's going to be on Power Man. He, he's, he's probably going to be involved in, in helping get uh, maybe something with Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Help, help, helping get Daredevil back from wherever the hell he is. Stay away from and Jessica he, Jones. He, he, he's going to be involved in, in Jessica Jones to help her out at, oh, at some point in her next season. Yeah, he, he's going to be he's still going to be employed. He's he's going to be jumping episodes until he's uh, uh, j- jumping series until he settles in uh, Power Man. Right. And why not set up the heroes for hire? You know? Yeah, that exactly. That would be great. Yeah. Hit Razor yeah, Theory. Yeah, don't right. hope, yeah I, don't want, I don't want the spandex. I Even in the other suits, wearing it, he's basically wearing like a, uh, instead of a yellow and black Bruce Lee jumpsuit, it's, you know, kind of a purple and yellow suit. You know? 
but it's just a jumpsuit with a big collar on it. That would work. Mm-hmm. You could do that. You could make that work. So, yeah, the one look at you got in the flash when they fixed him after he got shot. Yeah. 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 So, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, yep. So that is what I hope they're going for. Because I, I like, I am a big fan had a hammock and halter tops. Well, that's for my private collection, Baldahar. Um, <laughs> I, I love Power Man and Iron Fist. I love its 1970s black exploitation bong water roots. I love it to death, and I want to see it done right. And I really hope this happens. Netflix could do it, but I'm worried with like the Disney now creating its own streaming service and pulling its stuff back. I wonder what's going to happen with all the no, 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 no. Iron Fist is not going to appear in. No, I don't think it would. But I'm thinking all the series might get pulled off Netflix, and who knows Uh, what's going to happen. I don't know about that either. I don't know what I don't know what the contracts are. It's a little. All the Star Wars stuff is going away. All of it. Yeah. Most of the Marvel. um, I think all the Marvel movies are going away. Oof. So uh, let's all go into Marvel streaming service. So it's basically like cable, where you pay. For each channel, and you pay a lot for it, though, mm. per month. Thanks. That's what we wanted. Less choice. Thanks. Yay. Yay. All right. That was the RNG. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, here is our daily schedule. Look at that. Streams every day of the week. We were talking about that earlier. So far, they've yes, done a good job in all six series. They, they, they have. Not so much Iron Fist, but uh, the others all did pretty well. Um. Max Liao is not a big fan of uh, Daredevil or uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, I'm tepid on. Yeah, Especially yeah, since uh, season two, it's kind of like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know. Season one ran strong in the power of David Tennant. I mean. It did. David Tennant really saved that one. I mean, he is, he's solid. I mean, how how long guy. can you watch the, the whole, I'm sad, I'm drunk, I'm angry, I'm drunk. Uh, no one loves me, I'm drunk. We get it. Yeah. I know it's so hard to be super powered and vulnerable and have people trying to help you all the time. Oh! Well, she's not as vulnerable. She's, she's just super strong and can jump really high. <sighs> she's vulnerable. She just doesn't know it. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. It's kind of like when people complain with a 90s X-Men. Like, oh, it's so hard to be a mutant. I'm beautiful. And I have everything. And I live in a mansion. I have everything anyone could ever want. Oh, it's so hard. And then and then Nightcrawler goes, yeah, you know, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was, you don't there, look like this, you butthead. There were well, there was like two mutants who weren't ber- perfect and beautiful. Exactly, you and it's like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, Scott Summers has to wear sunglasses. Oh no, Shut I have up. to wear these awesome looking sunglasses all the time. Yeah, I, yeah. I have to every I have to look rad at every room I walk yeah. into. You, you, you can you can go to the movies Boo. without making babies cry. Get the hell out of my face. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah. Uh, anyway, your stream schedule. Live it, love it. Here's it by individual. You want to check it out? Elgarian just every day. Just just yeah. turn every day on, a different anytime. thing. He's awesome. Yeah. We all love him. Yeah. He's the dog. Not almost every day. You can find him. He's awesome Three too. Three days a week. That's right. Garthon, I'm I'm more of a very select thing. I cannot be found all the time. Actually, there's been a number of times I've gone to stream Valkyrie Chronicles four. I'm like, oh, Elgarian streaming. Well, never mind then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elgarian <laughs> so, streaming all the time now, so we got nothing. Actually, I'm on. Don't be picky. I week. love Beast and Nightcrawler. I'm just saying that they're like the only ones who, 
yeah. had to do. I since then it's expanded. There's a lot more freaky mutants. But yeah. during yeah. the 90s, you know, it was all swimsuit models to superpowers. Exactly. So th- th- this is before Beast got hairy. No, this right? was post Harry Beast. He just wasn't oh, on the really? X-Men at the time. Oh, he just wasn't on okay. the prime team. Yeah, when, when he was on the X-Men at first, he wasn't hairy at all. No, not at first. That was the 60s. No. Yeah. Oh, here he's making up for lost time is all. He is. Uh... <laughs> Baldhar misses running gear, Kai. Uh, yeah, actually, I ran the mission where they explained her backstory. So uh, maybe I'll run that. I'll rerun it tomorrow since I know how to do that mission now. Yeah. Beast in the Nice was an Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He was hairy. Yep. He was an Avenger. He was also an Avenger yep. in the 70s. He's been was he a backup Avenger, like a nope. second string? He was or... prime team. He was actually best really? friends with Power with uh, Power Man. Oh wow! Or sorry, Wonder okay. Man. Well, Wonder Man. Well, yeah, Wonder Man. It, but he was kind of a D bag, and wasn't he in the nineties? He's kind of a D bag. Beast or like Wonder a, Man? Wonder Man, like a, like well, a vapid actor. Wonder Man guy. was a well, he Wonder Man wasn't on the team in the nineties. So in the seventies, they were both. Seventies. Uh, All right. But no. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It gets Keep really going. complex. Uh. The, yeah, more streaming. And actually, oh, wow, he's figuring it out. Yeah, Life is a journey. It'll be a surprise. That's right. So join the Legion, spread the word, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all these things are available to you through SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, find podcast aggregators everywhere. We are wrapping this up, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. Heathen Dog, do you have any final words of wisdom? Well, uh, I'd like to to talk to Ravenslayer. It says uh, you're talking to a prime comic book geek here. I had my own comic shop from 85 to 87. Did not know that. Did not know that. Ravenslayer's not my bud. He's my best friend now. Happy to know that. And you should be be, uh, subscribed to this channel. Well, I should have you know that in the, uh, like around the year 2000, me and Algarian would actually talk about maybe somebody opening a comic shop of our own. We thought about it. We didn't but we talked about it. Night Sheriff. Hey, Sheriff was here. Yes. Yeah, hard hit with We love you. So, yes. your support keeps us going. Thank you so much. If you want to help us, you can always subscribe through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Ethan A Streamlabs donation. Twitch.streamlabs.com slash Ethan Getting our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Ethan And of course, it will impress your friends. And intimidate your enemies and help you find with your least commitment. As always, right. you can cheer and twitch. Such as cheer 100. Great job, guys. Carthos the best. Um, he needs to ditch that that lead weight named uh, Heathen Dog. Uh, total lies. <laughs> Heathen Dog right now is thinking, why do we have to have Carthos on? But uh, that's the let us know what you're thinking, how you're feeling, and encourage whatever it is you like. Good night, all. I am the Badger. I am the Knight. And Ravenslayer is already a subscriber, and that was my mistake. Yes, we love it. Thank you, everyone. Remember, you have one life. Live it well. Live it dirty. Have a great, friendly life.